Bye. Dress like Curious George too today. So that's that is <laughs> the man in the yellow hat. <laughs> this is a Marv. We made t-shirts for her birthday. Oh, see, now that's cool. See, that's a cool you shirt. See, I'm, now. I'm a counselor. You should have said that. You should. I'm yeah. a You're not a counselor. <laughs> You're a I'm victim. A counselor. Yo, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're a victim. I'm not at Camp Amara. No, Warrior Chris is not a megastar. Let's f argue. Wait, bleep that so we don't get demonetized. <laughs> don't put your hat down. Huh? Oh, I didn't know we started. My bad. No, we're here. Nah, you and Damaris, 10 minutes ago, we're going at it for a smooth half hour. So and that's the, why she got on Mary J. Blige. I don't want to buy no more glasses because <laughs> she was wrong and they was killing on the internet for the last 48 hours. The first thing Maul says when we walk in is, are you guys here to apologize? And I am not here to apologize. Actually, I am was, here actually, to double. Julian that asked you that. Okay. Were you here to apologize? I, yeah. I asked you, I said, oh, y'all going to double down? And you was like, yeah, you know, you put your hands on your hip. Yeah, I'm going to double down. I was like, okay. And first of all, I tried to forget that that was Julian that asked that question. Talk about throwing a rock and hiding your hands. Oh, his hands hit his Wait, me and Damaris need to apologize? If we need to apologize, you need to apologize no. as well. But we'll get to that no, later. You, you yelled, yeah, you and Damaris no. was harmonizing over there with everything Look, Rory was the, saying. The best thing about this is the- the Big ad libs. The, 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 the clip came, like, you know, usually when people clip things and it's out of context, and it, but it's like someone else eclipses it. The clip came from us. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So, oh, for sure. Like, it, no, the it, clip came from Peach. <laughs> so it's Peach's fault. That's who the clip. Okay, is. like loving hip hop, they can only edit and clip what you say. But shout out Peach oh. because I didn't look bad in the clip. So for that, you and Damaris need to defend yourself. No, but you was you was yeah yeah you and Damaris. They're was, right. Y'all was the, the clip yeah, yeah, didn't catch that part. They're no, right. It was in there. I'm, I'm on their it. side still. Yeah, right. Rory so, was barely getting killed. They were on my ass. Well, well it was because of the the boys' sweet sixteen bar that you got off at the end. And we'll get to and that. Then, let's, and, then, let's give, and then you was like, I was like, based off of what? You was like, well, the Migos are bigger in name and recognition than Chris. I think people was like, no, that's wrong too. Let's give people some context because that clip sure didn't. Um, was it our Patreon episode? Or it was, our, a, it was Patreon. a Patreon. It was our Patreon episode. episode. Subscribe to our Patreon right now. Patreon. If you want to see the actual full conversation, it's there. Forward slash New Royal Mall. We were having a conversation about Chris Brown and Quavo being at the Rude Fashion Show and there being a possible tiff between the two of them. They had to sit next to each other. Then we argued who would have to get up if they didn't want to sit next to each other, which put us down an entire Quavo versus Chris Brown rabbit hole. It was clipped by our Sick beloved Peach <laughs> that made it seem like we were arguing Quavo and Chris Brown, who is more relevant music-wise. Left out that Damaris and I were making a point that Quavo to Gen Z fashion world is status is just as relevant as Chris Brown's right now. Rude, rude fat. And I want to bring up that again. We're not talking about Gucci. We're not talking. We're talking about rude. It's funny because my friend in fashion said uh, Quavo's also more favored in Gucci and Louis Vuitton as well. So Now, do we think Quavo and Chris Brown should even be in the same sentence as far as music goes? No. Absolutely not. But... For some reason, we still argued before we got on this microphone, and I'm still here to stand on every last point that I say. And Damaris getting killed for the Sweet 16 thing, I still think 
somebody that has a sweet 16 in 2024. Let's take sweet out because sweet is driving them all fucking crazy. So no, let's just say no, 16 birthday No, it's not driving me crazy party. at all. You said let's it. Let's just you say said boys have birthday party. You said boys have oh, sweet diabetic 16. Diabetic 16 party. You said, you no, know what I meant. I'm going by what you said. Right, you cool. said boys have sweet 16. Okay, so if I take the sweet out of it. Every, every, every boy that's 17 has had a 16th birthday party. We know that. That's how numbers go. You said boys have sweets. There is an, a whole type of fucking difference between sweet 16 and 16th birthday party. What? I had a 16th birthday party. I okay. didn't have a sweet 16. Let's say a boy's can Sierra. That's, that's that would be 15. That's 15. I'm aware. Okay. Mm. A bat mitzvah. You think they want to have Quavo or Chris Brown there? Boys? Huh? Oh. Never mind. Yeah. yeah Quinceanera is a girl thing. Yeah. Oh, so I'm right again. I'm writing Spanish. Ha! <laughs> what do you know? I'm writing Latin. <laughs> Quavo's name sounds Spanish, though. Quavo. <laughs> Quavo. <laughs> so I think I'm right on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Quavo. That's all it is. Thanks for that, young. It's Quavo. Do I have to pause if I say pass the Quavo? It depends on what you, it depends on what you're asking him to pass. <laughs> um. Oh but I, I loved our screaming match that we had <laughs> off camera. <laughs> I just don't know if Damaris, Damaris, I'm here to stand 10 toes with you. If Maul wants to bring his points up, I'll, I'll argue your side. All right, so I'm with you. All right, so let me, to Damaris's point, rude, the fashion, the kids at that weird rude, whatever that means. I don't know what that means. But so you think that if rude had, if rude was doing their next campaign for their spring line mm -hmm. and they reached out to Chris Brown and Quavo, and then Chris Brown caught when that Quavo was going to be a part of the new campaign. If Chris Brown hits Ruigi and says, yo, I am not going to be a part of that campaign if Quavo's a part of it. You think Ruigi would not say, okay, cool, we'll take Quavo out of it to have Chris Brown, who is the bigger star? No, I don't. Okay. Well, well, one, I don't think he would reach out to both of them knowing that they have beef together. But let's go with the hypothetical. Even when Chris Brown was at his peak, and I hate that this has just made me someone that is shitting on a legend. No, and none of this. When has anyone ever tried to dress like Chris Brown? And this is called, I'm not a fashion guy. I'm wearing a yellow t-shirt with my daughter's name on it and corduroys. I, I'm not, I know I'm not the fashion guy. Gay. And I shouldn't really be. But it's not about the one. It's but not when about trying to people, dress like Chris these Brown. kids try to dress like the Migos. But listen to what I'm saying. It's they not, have a fashion okay. part of their brand okay, where Chris listen. Brown is not a bad dresser, but no one's been like, yo, Chris was the style icon. Okay, now they but, was in my inbox saying Chris put that shit on. So you know. Okay, so, uh, so I had on a big button up. At the same time, but that was because of hove. That wasn't because okay, okay, Chris Brown. But what you're missing is <laughs> I, I was singing yo. Okay, but what you're missing is if you have a fashion line and you are trying to put out a campaign, naturally you would want the bigger star a part of your campaign. I would rather I have someone uh, that's a little bit lower of a star, yeah. lower of a star, because Quavo is lower as a star. You said a little bit in lower. the world. I'm I changed. Okay, I stopped myself. Okay. How much? Because we're talking about the whole world. Mm-hmm. Not just the fashion world. I would rather take someone that is a lower star that is known for fashion and is in the fashion world and can touch the younger kids' paws than I would just a superstar that has no ties to fashion whatsoever. But you're, but that doesn't make sense because you're selling fashion to the world. So you yeah. So want, let me go with the okay, with the person so, okay, that's, okay, that's known okay. for dressing to the kids right now. No, you're selling fashion to the world. You don't want just kids. Buying your clothes, you want the world to buy. Your when clothes. kids, so I don't want mean just children. I mean, I mean, people in their twenties too. I'm a kid to the I'm world, early thirties right? to the world. You, you you create clothes, you want to sell it to the world, mm. right? Adults buy clothes, 
adults buy clothes for younger children, whatever. Pause. What I'm saying is you would want the bigger star that's a bigger star to the world to push your product if, versus ev- somebody that's I- just cooler in certain sections. I got you. I got you. Every, For- every fashion house has a target audience. They all have target audiences. All right. You actually beat me to it. No y'all know the, y'all know the, if they were doing a target clothing or, or JCPenney, and it's not me shitting on Chris Brown as far as how he dresses, but if you were doing a target ad campaign, Chris Brown, yes, would be your go-to because he is a star amongst the world. He has a recognizable face. He would look good in the clothes. Rude is a huge company, but it's of the culture. Yeah, they're selling $600 basketball shorts. Yeah. This isn't That's where you would maybe want to lean more to the Quavo side. Do y'all... <laughs> Do y'all realize that this show was in Paris? Yes. And also, for and the record, realize that Quavo Chris- walked at the Louis show in 2021. So there's that, too. And he, he walked and he in other walk. shows. Quavo, like, the point is no, Quavo's no. more integrated in that scene. It's harder to sell rude if you're doing a backflip instead of walking. You can't see the clothes. Niggas was like, have Quavo ever did a back, a front flip? The merch madness on beat? I said, if y'all don't get the fuck out my inbox, bro. So, <laughs> and we don't have to, like, you know, continue this conversation too much further because it is on Patreon and yeah, I'm not, even, I'm not even giving this topic no more energy. Y'all are wrong. Y'all were wrong. And y'all are wrong now. But it, it is what it is. I, y'all are not making no sense. Chris Brown is a bigger star. He's a super but that's star. Not the, you would want your product on a superstar because they have more eyes on the superstar than a guy that's just famous and popular in certain circles of the industry. Like the circles, the circles of the industry, like the circles that are wearing rude clothing. They were both invited to the show, Damaris. They were both sitting and front exactly, row. Exactly, which, which actually, means this proves your point more no, than ours. No, no, it doesn't. Because okay. I, my, my initial point was if Chris Brown had that much of an issue with Quavo and he didn't want Quavo sitting there, I can promise you and 1000% guarantee you that Ruigi himself would have came out and asked Quavo to move to another side. If Chris was, if that meant Chris was gonna walk out of that show, I guarantee y'all that. Ruigi would have asked Quavo, "Yo, bro, I don't want no issues. Can you just move over here?" If Chris Brown requested and that, in reverse. because Chris Brown is the bigger star, and, in and he wants Chris Brown at his show, and, and he wants Quavo there too. That's why, of course, he does. He was invited, so obviously. But if it meant that Chris Brown was gonna turn and walk out of that door, if they, if he asked to move Quavo and they didn't, I guarantee you, Ruigi would have stopped everything he was doing and went to Quavo personally. And asked him to move. Guaranteed. And that's all I was saying. And only a superstar or a star that is bigger than Quavo can request that and do that. If I'm that's to, all I was trying, I'm trying to say. If I'm trying to sell hockey gear, is Chris Brown going to be my best option to sell it as a model? No. He's what? a star, but that's not his world. Like, I don't understand what you... Your, your point was that you should always go with the bigger star, the more recognizable person if you're trying to sell something. And I'm saying not that Rude is niche per se, but it is a specific type of fashion in a specific culture. Doesn't mean you should just go with the biggest superstar. If I'm trying to sell hockey gear, that's a specific culture. You okay. don't just grab the, a recognizable star. Right, you, but, you want someone that's, right, but that's close saying, to your consumer and what they also want to do. Right, but as you know, with any campaign, they always go with a star, a sure. superstar. We see campaigns, Calvin Klein, all up and down Fifth Avenue, Madison Avenue. They're not getting somebody that's just like, they're going to aim for the, the biggest star they can get at the moment. That's all I'm saying. Now, Quavo like, was invited. Like Mark Wahlberg? Wh- whoever. Quavo, was, invi- time, Quavo was invited. And sure. Chris was invited. All I was saying was, if Chris had a real issue and didn't want to sit next to Quavo and he requested that they move to Quavo, 
Ruigi personally would have moved Quavo or asked him, yo, because I don't want to make it seem like it like, Quavo, get the fuck out of here. We don't want to be disrespectful. That's Quavo. But Ruigi would have asked, yo, Quavo, do me a favor, bro. Just sit on this side because I don't want it to be, you know, any issue. That's all I'm saying. And only a superstar or a star bigger than Quavo could request that. That's all I was saying. Well, Amara's first actual birthday couldn't have came at a better time. I was completely off my phone for this entire exchange. I checked my mentions sort of last night. Can you guys fill me in on what happened on the internet? Regard, in regards to what? This going viral. No. I understand Quavo I, I replied. Mean, I, I got a bunch of I understand calls Chris Brown replied. I got a bunch of calls from people that work in the industry asking if the conversation was real. <laughs> they thought it was like something we were just doing just for clicks and shit like that. And I was like, no, it was a real conversation. There's just- so much more context to it and nuance to it, which we're not going to get into here because the actual conversation was had on Patreon. Go find it if you want it there. But yeah, the clip wasn't addressing what we were actually talking about. At all. At all. But I think so the gist people of it coming was- to your defense in those comments and you coming in here and like coming on and be like, I told him. It doesn't apply because it wasn't what we they were talking no about. The they had no idea what the fuck we were talking about. We were talking about. <clears throat> well, I, we were just I think based the on the clips, if you say that Chris Brown, if you say the Migos is a bigger name than Chris Brown, people don't care what the context is. They're not. But and that wasn't the argument. That wasn't the argument. But, but that was something that was said and people are responding to what they saw that was said. Okay, but that doesn't make them and that right was false. in our argument. But that was false. Chris, the Migos is not a bigger name than Chris Brown. They had, not. They had a run more recent than Chris. You're talking about a run. That doesn't mean you're a bigger Chris Brown is name, a household a name. Star. I'm never going to take that away from Chris Brown, but that just wasn't the argument. So people in my inbox yelling at me talking about front flips, the March Madness on beat, that has nothing to do with the nuance of the conversation that we were having. So the shit went viral. It was on all the blogs and everybody's giving their opinions and calling me and Rory all types of dumb fucks. That's fine. But for the a lot of people who got the actual conversation was like, oh, I get what y'all are talking about. There were plenty of people who were backing us up, but there were all I had the carbs, whatever uh, the male barbs are, the carbs like they were in my fucking. Oh, I thought that was crazy. a typo when you texted that. No, the carbs. They're fucking oh, like, I don't know what it is about Chris Brown's fan base because uh, it wasn't women. The crazy shit was I expected it to be women in between the ages of like 25 and like 35, right? That's who I thought. No, it was 30-something-year-old men that were on my ass. And I was like, oh, like, these are breezy fans. Like, That's the good. fucking... They Can were you speak going to crazy. the fact that you, the, the math that you did with the with the social media following? Because I thought that was funny. It, that was In funny. the episode. That, it's in the episode. It's not but in I just, the clip. I just want to talk about that. Right, that Paul, bring it up. It no, because Damaris said, nah, those are people that subscribe, that follow Chris in 2008 and they don't even have their accounts no more. That was, a, that was a very obvious joke, though. In the episode, you could tell that it was a joke. Mm. <laughs> they rolled over from Facebook. Yeah. Just to follow yeah. Them. Also, Chris 100 Brown, million more. He had his Instagram longer. I ain't even do that, man. So. He's also been a star for, for what, fucking 15 years longer than the fucking Migos. Mm, I ain't do that math either. You yes, he's going to have more followers. Do you think there is a world where someone can be hotter but not greater than an artist at the moment? Of course. There's, a, we lot were, of, there's we were, a lot of rappers hotter than Jay-Z right now. None of them are greater than Ice Spice is hotter than everybody right now. And do you think at certain events, especially for younger people, that could play a role in what is happening? I, I think, yeah, but hot, but hot only means that. See, because hot is temporary. if you're if you're if you're more if you're seen more, like if you're out sure. more, you're more accessible, you have more events, you're more doing. That means you're hot. You got features that are currently in the market space. But Chris Brown has one of the biggest songs out right now with Davido, Davido. Yeah, I would big his name. No disrespect. So I'm saying, like, so what does it mean when y'all say that? It's like 
Chris Brown's record right now is hotter than any record Quavo has but out right now. Also, we were trying to explain in the full conversation the times we're in now. And we've, we've had this combo separately. Music isn't what makes you the most relevant now. Sometimes it's just brand recognition, who you're dating, what you're doing online. Like, yeah, that's bells and whistles, though. That's how you dress it up. We always got to go sure, back and, to... And hotter doesn't it? have much value compared to greatness. Because we were arguing, too, that there was a time when Migos run music wise was significantly hotter than Chris Brown. At one point, Fetty Wap was hotter than everybody. Mm -hmm. But Chris Brown's been a, a lot like around for 20 years. So that's what speaks to greatness. Our point was based off who was hot at the moment. And that changes things. If yeah. Ice Spice would have walked into that rude fashion show, she would be royalty. She'd take precedent because that's just how marketing and the world works right now. With face recognition yeah, but I don't even to a younger generation. As hot as Ice Spice is, I don't think that if she walks into a fashion event in Paris right now, she still is a hotter or a bigger uh, conversation than if Chris Brown does. Only because Chris Brown is not seen at these events like that. So if he decides to come out and goes to these events, it's like, oh shit, Chris is here. And also, I don't want to put that on Rude's as a brand's jacket. They have much more integrity as far as that goes. But there is plenty of huge brands that do not care as long as that person is famous that week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they are going to come on in. Yeah, but it's a difference. Look, look at the people that now get uh, invited to the Met Gala out of nowhere. Influencers. Who, like, who was it? Cardi B bringing up like how long it took her to get there and then now people... Yeah. You could be hot that week and Anna Winter's like, come on in. Did Anna Winter take Ice Spice to the Met Gala? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Which is like, that's what we were saying which speaks to what's happening right now. Sometimes it does not matter how great you are. It matters, are you relevant this week? Which is fucked up, but that's the world we live in. Yeah, but that's why I said it always goes back to the product, though, the music. Like, cool, you could have other to things us, going on. To us, no, for to, sure. I'm saying to, in, in just in period, that's what matters. Like, cool, you can be hot and have a viral moment and have this going on, but like, okay, what is it that you do? You're an artist. What is your music sounding like? What is your impact in that world? If your impact in that world is subpar, then it's like, okay, you may get invited to an event here and there, but it's like when a person that is like a legend in that field, in their, in their craft, walks into a room, there's going to be a bigger talk about that person because that is a solidified, certified legend standing right there. That's not just somebody that's hot. That is somebody that is a legend. Legends cool off and just disappear and go live life and do them. That doesn't mean that when they decide to come out, that's not still a legend that's standing there. And to us, I agree with you, but Right now, the environment we live in, hot is more relevant than legend. That's just what it is. Like I don't like I don't support it. I don't like that as yeah, that way. It's, but that is what it is. Nah, and not, not, really. not in the long run. Not really. But I'm saying for short term. Who's nah. gonna get more shares? That's what it's about. I think it was fun though. I think it was fun for the internet to have fun with the, the clip and, and laugh about it and people to curse people out in the comments and things like that. But um they do think that y'all are some stupid motherfuckers. I just want to let y'all know that right now. Wouldn't be the first time I was called that. Me no. neither. That's Who cool. gives a fuck? Nobody under the age of 25 was calling me stupid, so I don't care. But anyway, <laughs> no, I'm people glad under the that age of 25 clip, that when we pick our clips, we pick our clips to, you know, do their thing. We never know which one is going to really, really do its thing. And we deal with the aftermath of what comes. So if people want to laugh and call us stupid, that's perfectly fine. But uh, I, before we get off of this, though, you, in your heart of hearts, like right here in the call us on. Ma, you really feel like Ma, 16 year old I'm, girls I'm, I'm would rather see Quavo I'm not gonna, I'm not than Chris I'm Brown? Shit. Seriously, though. I'm not you really I'm start throwing shit. In, in your heart, you feel like 16 year old girls would rather see Quavo than Chris Brown. Seriously. 
I'm sticking We just saw some white girl say she would suck and fuck Chris every day. White women. She was 18. Chris was like, yo, I'm flattered. You're too young. That's 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what platform was she on? It was Twitch. <laughs> Add some context. No, it's not a shout out. Twitch is a great Aiden, platform. Aiden Ross and Chris Brown had a stream. And she didn't think it was real. She thought it was pre-recorded. And then when she saw that they were really like on camera with her, she just decided to get her shit off. And she said, I'm dead serious. I will suck and fuck you every day. Chris was like, whoa. Like, uh, flattered, but you're too young. But I, but you telling me that a woman would want to suck and fuck Chris Brown. It like, doesn't surprise yeah. me. Nobody, no, I'm just like, saying that he's not young was, girls. Was a point the, that blew me away. No, but to, to what Damaris is saying, young girls would like to see the light-skinned, handsome guy that can sing and dance before the rapper that's going to come to the party. Young whores would fuck like, anybody you know, that's famous. I know you're, I know whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not calling them. Era, I'm please. not calling them whores. I'm just saying young girls. Okay, if you get on any generation and say, I'll suck and fuck you, you're a whore in training and you need to but I'm saying, Rory. Say it is, privately. What I'm saying, Rory. Like is, a real hoe. What I'm saying is, or just suck young girls. Them. Yeah, or young, just suck and fuck yeah, them. Or just do it. No, we're not promoting that. What I'm saying is, <laughs> they're young, of age, right? Young girls would rather see a guy that can sing and dance any generation. When a guy yeah. can sing, if you was the guy yeah. in school that could rap, it was like, oh, that's cool. He could rap. If you could sing and dance, Every girl in the school would want to date you. And Maul, this is where I want to bring up your age. It does. I just said any generation. No, any generation. generation. Singing and dancing is more attractive than rapping with jewelry on. What are you talking about? That's what you don't understand. Any generation is more attractive to singing and dancing. That thing. It takes more skill to sing and dance. Okay. Okay. Let Damaris speak for younger generation. What I'm trying to say. She can't speak. She's 30. She's not 30. I'm not 30. How old are you? 29? Okay, she's 29. What I'm saying, I'm not even speaking for myself. What I'm saying is I don't understand how you can't see the difference in how rap has really, really taken up. Rap was always, has. it's always been big. Rap has gotten bigger since you were in high school. Are you seeing what I'm saying? These young girls now love rappers. The singers ain't it. They were saying for so long that R&B was fucking dead. That's not for no reason. There's That's literally, they're not saying that Chris, for no the, reason. The is a because pop. rap has taken over. The rap star Demaris, has taken Demaris, over. That's why you have Demaris, so many female Demaris, rappers Demaris, that they're not Demaris, trying to be Demaris, singers. Demaris. Chris Brown is not just an R&B singer. But I'm not fucking He's talking a pop about star. Chris Brown. I'm not even we're talking talk, about That's exactly Chris who we're Brown. talking about. No, we're to, you're talking. I said take their names out of it because I don't even want to make this about them anymore. Okay, so you a pop star. A pop star. School, he's not a pop star. Who? Oh my God. Like, Chris Brown's not a pop star? Oh my God. Y'all what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What makes Chris Brown a pop star? Quickly. Chris what Bra- makes Chris Brown a pop star? Hold on. Chris Brown is not a pop star? What makes Chris Brown a pop star? Yo, exactly. No, seriously, seriously. At this moment, what makes Chris Brown a pop star? What are you talking about? No, I'm asking you. What makes You think Chris Brown is not a pop star? What makes him a pop star? What makes him a pop star? Quickly, what makes him a pop star? You got it. You speak for all 16 year olds, bro. You just sat here. You just sat here and said Chris Brown is not a pop star. You can't tell me what makes him a pop star. You can't. Can I get some help on this? Or you just gonna like let her get her shit off? Well, what makes him a pop? If you guys were yelling, I didn't want to interrupt. Is Chris Brown a pop star? I think he is. Yeah. Is Chris Brown a pop star, Julian? But is Chris Brown a pop star? What makes him? That's the only time I've disagreed with Demaris in this. Is Chris Brown a pop star? What the fuck are you asking me? I'm asking you a question. Is Chris Brown a pop star? I kinda. I agree that Chris Brown makes pop. Chris no, Brown listen. I agree that Chris Brown yo, makes pop music. About, I agree but, that Chris whoa, 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 whoa. Brown makes pop. What are you talking about? Chris Brown's a pop star, but you did glide over an amazing point that she made and changed the subject. That was a little gaslighty. These girls listen to moody R and B. No R and B 
But I they love, they, they dance, they don't they dance, I, they bro, don't really I, even sing. I never like said the that. Shit. I, I like asked, it. But I asked a direct question. Is Chris Brown a pop star? But before that, you said no. You changed the subject. You changed the subject. But that's what I'm saying. You a question though, and you said no, he's not a pop star. We were but you okay? You deflected off a great point she made. Cool. What was the what was the what was the what was the point you the made? The conversation we were having where you said that young girls these days that are in high school would rather see what, what are more attracted to a guy that can sing a dance than a rapper, and I'm telling you that that's an outdated concept because R and B is has become outdated. Okay, that's cool. what I'm trying to cool. tell. All right, cool. You. That type right, of R and B. Right, cool. I heard that point, and then I said. Chris Brown is I not just R&B, he's a pop star. That's what I said, right? Okay, now let me right? let me say what I'm saying. So let's clarify this. Pop Do stars I don't dance anymore. Chris Brown makes pop music and good pop music? Yes. I do not think that Chris Brown is considered a pop star. I also think that Beyonce makes pop music. Does Beyonce get awarded pop fucking Grammys or does she get awarded R&B Grammys? Does Chris Brown get nominated for pop Grammys or does he get nominated for R&B Grammys? We have had this fucking argument the Yo. same way that they kept saying Yo. that Doja Cat was rap when she back when she was pop. Not this last album, but before that. Doja Cat was pop. She was not rap. But us as black artists do not get classified as pop stars even when we make pop music so when you're asking me is chris brown a pop star to me yes but no he is not an ariana grande favorite no. favorite no, pop not. favorite pop rock metal artist he won that in 2008 uh okay what else keep scrolling because that was 2008 that was what favorite art soul r&b artist one artist of the year one all, he won no, one he, award that has pop in it. One out of all his awards. He's not considered a pop star. I don't say that. I love Chris Brown's music. He makes pop music, but he is not considered a pop star. And I'm not fucking crazy for saying that. Who's a pop star in your opinion? Pop stars are people like, uh, oh, let me think, let me think, let me the think. White women. Thank you. Like, they're du the like, only ones, like Dua Lipa. They're the only ones that get labeled as pop. That's what I'm saying. But Beyonce is a pop star. Beyonce is a pop star, but she's not considered that to this day. I, I think to this. I day, think her last consider her, a pop her last star. two albums were extremely R and B. But she's a pop star. Yes, but she was. She will never be. And Chris Brown's one of those that his single is usually pop, and then he has a lot of R and B on, on, the, on the, album. the album. I I agree. Olivia Rodrigo. It's just white people. It's like like little when you say pop, it's little teen white people. Taylor like Swift. that's that's what's considered pop. So yes, he makes pop music. Yes, I enjoy the pop music. Yes, he's a superstar. He'll never be labeled a pop star. That just is what it is. I didn't create. <laughs> okay, that but system. also, all right. To to Demaris's point though, like I'm looking here. If Adele was black, she would not be considered uh, pop. But I consider her pop. How? What do you mean if she was black? If a if Adele was black and made the last four albums, they would call it R and B. Yes. That's and that's that's do. just how they move oh, the goalposts. We've been complaining but, about that on this exact. Pop Adele to me is a pop star and makes incredible R and B. She's one of my favorite artists, but. But that's where race does kind of show Rihanna, itself. Rihanna and SZA sitting right there. Those are black women under pop star. Well, that was just a general Google search. I think to SZA recently became a <laughs> yo y'all pop crazy. star. Control yo, that was a yo, straight up R and B crazy. album Control and it went pop. SZA had to fight. SZA had to fight to be considered a pop star. Yeah. Right, but also, you, Rihanna has never really made R and B. She hasn't made R and B in years. All right, but you you agree that Chris Brown is a pop star? I do. Julian, do you agree that Chris Brown's a pop star? I Damaris made Damaris. I agree with what Damaris said in terms of he makes music that is pop, but categorically he's not a pop star. Right, so you don't think that Chris Brown's a pop star? He has records that are popular that Why have. Why does yeah. think I won't answer the question? Do you think Chris Brown is a pop star? Yes or no? But I think there's nuance to it. There's nuance to it, which is what Damaris said. I don't want to repeat her whole point, but I like what she said. What do you think the song uh I Can Transform You is? 
But that's the it's point. A pop, like Someone a- that you can... Drake makes pop music. He's not a pop star. All of our favorite artists can make pop music, but also do other Drake things Drake is an well. anomaly because he's in every genre, and that's not fair. I think people that teeter the line of pop and R&B and have the numbers and the icon status are allowed to be called pop stars. Sure. And Chris Brown is one of those. Chris Brown is a pop... How is this a and this is what the internet is saying? How is this a real conversation? I actually direct. Well, I asked you a direct question: Is Chris Brown a pop star? And you can't even well, answer you that. Did that. The answer is yes. The, the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Chris Brown is a pop. That and nobody disputed. Chris Brown is a pop the argument that star. Chris Brown is a pop dispute. What I star? Okay. It's no conversation, and it's okay. That's not a knock. It's actually like yo. He's a popular star. He's a pop. Star, he makes popular music. How is this a fucking argument? Like, how would you consider Prince a pop star or a rock and roll star? That, but see, that goes into a whole different thing. But I I think it's, it's, I'm not comparing Prince and Chris, I wanna make that very clear. But somebody that teetered the line in the music that they made, you could really consider as rock and roll. Yeah. But it was, it was pop. Yeah. Michael, in my opinion, had a few RB records, but he defined what a pop star is. That's pop. Popular fucking music. That's pop chords. It's pop writing. It's pop. Exactly. Pop, pop. I'm gonna just go out. I on think a limb Prince say is a good example of that, though. I'm gonna just go it's out Peter's on a limb and say songs. that if you're on a a white guy's stream and an 18 year old white girl says she would suck and fuck you, it's probably because you're a pop star. So is blue is Blueface a pop star? <laughs> not 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 because not because you're putting way too much not, on 18 year old no, 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 white. Women. I'm just saying because white girls love pop stars. White girls like rich people. White girls like black men. What the yeah. fuck are we talking about? <laughs> Bro, that's a good like. White what the fuck are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, but she's not and saying she wants to black man that would have been on there there to offer the sucking fucking. That was that's, what that's, we no, talking about? That's not that's not true. Okay, I'm not saying she that definitely would have. Okay, said. she wouldn't have said to Drake. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying she wouldn't have. But nine times out of ten, little young white girls are attracted to pop stars. They only know about these gentlemen because they're pop stars. They're popular stars. They make popular music. How is this an argument? You can make popular music that's not pop. And like, why are we acting? Like, why are we all acting dense? Yo, why they literally, act, they literally, dense? what I'm saying. Was, there was young white girls at Gunner's show. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying they can't be. But I'm just saying. Man. I'm not saying they can't be at a rap show. I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm just saying this kid, Chris, well, not kid, this Chris Brown, since his inception into the industry, has been compared to the king of pop. He's been compared to Michael Jackson since we've known about Which I'm this trying guy. not to say negative things about Chris Brown, but I f- have feel now that that was an awful take. Feel how you want to feel. I'm, was it not a thing? Was I, it not a real thing? I liked that conversation people were having who was more talented. I know a lot of people thought that was blasphemous. I thought that was a fair conversation who was more talented if you see what chris can do art wise everything he should never be in a sentence with michael jackson as far as no, a pop star it's not but it's not that he's in this what, what i think what people are saying was because he was so young so yeah. talented mm-hmm. can dance yeah can sing mm-hmm. can perform mm-hmm. at the level that he can perform one of the greatest we may not have seen somebody do that at a such a young age and demand an audience and captivate an audience from with their performance as Michael Jackson. There's nobody that you can compare to Michael Jackson. Nobody. Michael Jackson is the bar. He's the one that if you're compared to him, that means you're fucking great. He's the bar. So I'm, I'm sure not there's saying been a that lot of artists was, in the beginning that just got the the nod of oh this is the next Michael because Ooh, they were, we're young. I'm sure the next Michael too for a while. When my way came out, 
that another was another legend. Oh, for sure. But, but you see for that sure. they're both icons, but drastically different careers and how they even perform or make music. Like it shouldn't even be in the same. Michael is Michael. Like no. Mike is Mike. <laughs> I agree with you. I'm I'm not, and guess what? I listen to Usher more than I listen to Michael Jackson, but Mike is over here. We know that. That's not even, I'm just saying when you're compared mm. to a Michael Jackson, it's not because you're just a R and B like who who star? Yeah. Did Quin did Quincy like who did? <laughs> I, I don't. I'm just saying that was the general consensus. I, I remember. So that's all I'm saying. I don't know. I can't name the names of exactly who was saying it, but we all know that they was comparing. Anytime it was a tribute to Michael Jackson, who was performing? Well, we didn't get the one we wanted. I'm just saying when there was a tribute, it should be it should be Chris Brown. This I, is I all agree. I'm saying, and it's the reason for that. There's a reason for that. But I think that that's. It's his We've talent it level. Off air. It, it's attributed a lot because of how well he can dance. Not only how well he can dance, performing. A lot of people can dance. Well, yeah, perform. Yeah, he's can a you performer. perform though? Yes, but we also weren't arguing those. I'm just saying there's there's a reason that he is in these conversations because of his talent level. We're but never they also like Chris Brown. We give they Chris also Brown had similar octaves. He's like very talented. Yeah, that's why it makes so much sense. Because there's back to the Prince point. <clears throat> Who's the one they always say should do uh, the Prince? Tribute. Why am I blanking? Other than her? Somebody else? It was someone else. But either way, it's not always like somebody that's comparable to them or even the best at the current moment or their era. It's someone that just kind of mirrors what their abilities were. They, Chris Brown, Sierra will you can't be at a Janet tribute. Yeah. Like they, they're not comparable, but we know Sierra could smoke all Janet choreography, could sing to the best of her ability to perform that tribute. That's why. That's the comparison. It's not like they should be in the same sentence. No, and that's no I, not because I don't think not, anyone on earth should be compared to Michael if they, Jackson. If they're, if, they're, if they're giving a tribute to Mariah, they're not going to go get Adele who can sing her. They're going to go get Ariana Grande. Like it's a mirroring thing. It has nothing to do with you being as good as that artist or even being the next from that artist. Yeah. But again, I want to move off of this because it sounds sure. you're making it sound like we're shitting on Chris Brown and, and I, I really that. don't like that I because that? we give Chris Brown. No, no, just the oh, listener. I, I never said that. I was we asking Chris direct Brown questions. His 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 flowers that he deserves for his artistry. So but you're going to have to protect me in LA. That's all I'm saying. Nah, you good. <clears throat> He's like one of the few big artists I run into every time I'm in LA. The way you go every time. The highlight yeah, like, room. The fuck I've never doing? seen him. Highlight room. Highlight room. Oh. And it was always love before. It's just like two times he's commented and both times it's been me saying something negative. <laughs> oh, he commented on something before? When we were talking about the uh, selling out an arena thing. Oh, I didn't know that. He oh, when y'all said, shit oh, when said he needed a little baby to sell. <laughs> That's not what we said either. <laughs> all right. Anyways. Look at Mark. Did anybody? You see the, now you want to get off it. Like, don't do that. Stand on business. Stand on a big box. We already had the convo. It's available. Nah, nah, fuck that. We didn't say Stand he needed business. a little baby. You we were talking about support. That's all. Yeah, yo, y'all listen to Bruno Mars. Let's not leave that out, but okay. Yeah, there was, see, there's so Another much more to it. I'm, you know, Anyways, did anyone see the We Are the World doc? Before we get into some more messy shit, I do want to take, and I want to cleanse, I want to cleanse with We Are the World doc nah, before we get that. to Nikki and nah, Meg fuck again. That. That fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. We standing on business this year. We ain't moving on. Stay what y'all say. <laughs> the whole year we're doing Chris Brown? Exactly. <laughs> did you guys hear any of the Nikki spaces uh, where she was talking about Meg? I heard, I heard some, some yeah I did not see the full what I think was a 30 minute conversation um, but I did see the moments uh, the biggest takeaway I saw from it was she specifically said with Meg sitting down with Gail she was looking for her Rihanna moment 
Um, and that seemed to be the, the snippet that people were running with most. It was a lot of her denying Coke um, and then saying she has more records and all that. But the biggest uh, piece regarding this was her um, making this jab and including Rihanna into the thing. So she said that Meg was looking for a Rihanna moment after being shot? When she cried on Gail. She was looking for her Rihanna moment. Because domestic violence is just like, yeah, you should get a moment. That's what. That's. <laughs> it was. Listen, I. It was a little distasteful. A little. A little. A little. And I, and I was on the side, even though I didn't like Bigfoot, I was on the side of Nikki is allowed to say whatever she wants to Meg. But like. Rihanna is minding her business with two kids. Like, what, like, why are you bringing me up? And Nikki knows her power. She's a star as well. Like, you can't just don't bring me into this. What the fuck? Like, I've moved on. I'm married with kids. Leave me alone. I, it was weird. It was fucking weird. And I don't want to continue to shit on Nikki either. But it's just been a weird week, <laughs> to say the least. It's just shaming somebody for. Abuse while the I, okay on the rap side of it though I did see there was a leak of uh the original beat to Bigfoot can we look up who produced the real Bigfoot like the uh, one that's actually uh, Lil Jew I'm sorry what it's a very sensitive time and if time. the beat live you know Lil Jew made it Megan's producer just, there's words sometimes that you have to use oh she had Megan little Jewish young Jew. tunnel it's offensive. No, you just made it offensive. Okay. Sorry. Anyways, he's the real, he's the culprit here. Bigfoot was not as bad when I heard it on the other beat. He made, he made one of the worst disc records of all time based off the beat that he did and whoever mixed it. Because it wasn't that bad on the, on the new beat. It was not great. No, There's a new you're, beat? You're missing, you're missing. Okay, so Maul, let me give you some backstory. Meg's producer and her friend and like you hear her, um, her like her his drop is literally and if the beat live you know Lil Jew made it. Megan says it all the time. That's her, literally her producer from when she was coming up. He made a beat six years ago, or however many years ago. Nikki has had that beat. Nikki attempted to do her Megan diss track on that beat. Jew wasn't clear to beat. That's my my homie. That's like they, that's my that's what my, a lot of artists say. Yeah, like that's my <laughs> wouldn't clear. <laughs> Jew just wouldn't clear it. Okay. <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> Legal is always the toughest part to get through, Molly. Every though. single time. Um, Copyright. No, my question I know he produced I'm, the original I'm one. Catch him all up. That's what I'm telling you. Catch him all up. So, yes. Rory is just be... trying to make awkward jokes right now. No, no, I'm, I know, no I'm, really, I'm really not. I'm trying to get to who produced the one that we heard on streaming. That I don't know. That's what I was asking. No, I, I know the backstory that he didn't clear it. And then Nikki was on live saying, that's the guy party was saying you were fucking for a beat. If you want to, you could fuck Megan Raw. I get it. Whoever produced the one we heard first is who I think we should direct our anger at. Why would you direct your anger to him? She just picked another beat that she had. She picked another beat and put her, her bars on that new beat. That ain't the fucking producer's fault. No, he, I would see a world where she just sent him the acapella and he made the beat around it. No. That's the only That's world where, I could see. Obviously, that didn't happen. She picked another beat that she had in the stash. That's what happened. It's the same flow. You're just listening to the mix and the awful beat. Like, yeah, I think they, he just did a shitty job of taking an acapella. I think Nikki sent that acapella out to a bunch of producers 
And that was the one she chose, which is just a shitty, shitty beat. But if you hear the original, it's not great, but it would have hit Sounds way better. fucking Sounds different. Better. Like, mm -hmm. way differently. <clears throat> way better. She wouldn't have to post the lyrics. She wouldn't have to, like, it was just bad. Mm -hmm. So that's, I don't want to shit on Nikki too much. I'll give her some, well, let me not give her any bail there, because you, you put that out. You picked that beat, and you approved the mix. So... All right, fuck all that. Where do we think this is going from here? So, I, I, does she release the five records? She's she put out eight versions of Bigfoot. She just put out, a, she put out just, ten versions of Pink Friday. She just put out a what was it? The last one that came out. It's a shorter Reloaded. version. She has the rap Reloaded. only, the rap, rap yeah. only, the clean. But Meg is doing the same thing. Meg has a chopped and screwed for his. They do that to try to chart because it's forcing people who already listen to the original record to go listen to the new version, and it's all chart games. Well, the point to Maul's point is Megan. Our games with beef records is hilarious. <laughs> Does Megan respond, <laughs> especially when yeah. Ben Shapiro outcharted both of them? <laughs> <laughs> That's a sick game they playing right there. Does Megan respond? I don't think Megan's going to respond. Not even after the Twitter space. No. It's just yo, man. I'm telling you, man. It's just we got to we gonna have to study this type of shit, like. Being shot, and I know people like if she didn't get shot, bullet fragmented. That's still considered being shot. No, it's people that said she wasn't shot at all. She just well, those, are, those we know that people still think, you know, whatever they want. They think Tupac is in Cuba. We know that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if well, somebody fires a weapon and bullet fragments hit you, you were shot. Oh, I can tell you guys now. If if bullet fragments hit me, I'm coming in here on this microphone and bragging about how I was shot. I mean, but you would and be, and I would continually tell everyone, even. Out of context, no conversation. Like, listen, you don't even know what it's like to get shot, though. Yeah. Like, I would be that. But that, you, it, if I you, just got hit by a little fragment, you, just, it, just a little bit. And you would be, and you would be in your right to say that. A mosquito didn't bite you. I'd be, I would Fucking be. Fucking bullet fragment hit you. you I'd be shot. at Ludlow, like, yo, yo, you see this little scar? Yeah. Not <laughs> exactly. Ludlow, they kick your ass out. I just don't. No, I, like, if know, I was trying to shoot at a girl, I would. It's just fucked up my, how many people are really. fragment. Like, next year, vaccine booster. Said what? Saying Roy would have a bullet hole next to like his 10 vaccine jabs. Listen. I would get shot before I... Never mind. Um, <laughs> you know what? Anyway, yeah. I don't want to well, just get I demonetized. I don't know. I don't... Everybody, every time I talk, they say I'm caping for Meg. Um, but I just... I just think you should be able to just get shot and actually have sympathy. But, you know. In conclusion, if no one really replies after this... This was just a cool moment for a few days that's going to pass. I thought this was going to be a bigger deal. It was 48 hours. Nobody cares. Things don't have the shelf lives that they used to. People move on as soon as they click refresh. Like We don't care. That's why I, I, get, I made a statement to y'all a few months ago. I said, bro, if we was to see pre former President Trump killed, people would talk about it for 48 hours and move right the fuck on. That's just the world we live in now. People don't give a fuck about anything anymore. No, if they went back and forth and Nikki had five records on ice and Meg replied to one, yeah, this would go for another two weeks, which at two weeks in internet time is like seven years. I don't years. even think it would go two weeks. It, would, it wouldn't last. If, if both of these records came out today, which is basically Friday, right? I don't think we're talking about this past Tuesday. All right, my, my last point to Meg has to reply. She's put out two singles. She uh, shedding the, the snake skin or whatever. Yes. Mm -hmm. And hiss. Not a bite? You want a bite? No, that's two back-to-back -back singles. This is a rollout. Oh, no, her album's coming. She I'm, had that. I, I don't even think she was really anticipating that Nikki was going to reply or drag it the way she did. I yeah. think this was a rollout. 
that the label and her were putting together already. Mm -hmm. She's going to have to show face and answer to shit. So if she doesn't reply to Nikki, are we about to say Meg Thee Stallion doesn't need to go she's on a press not, run? Because she does. No, she's, she's not going to go on a press run. She has an album coming out. Yeah, she said. She's, but I'm not saying, gonna, she's not going to reply because the one thing y'all are missing, she never said nobody's name. Please. Come on. Come on. That's what she's going to stand by. She's going to stand behind it. She didn't say no names. She is. She, she already said that, though. She said, hit dogs going to holler. Yeah, uh, she didn't say no names. This is TakeOver and Ether. Even though Jay said names, but it was like it was a song on his album. The hook on Ether was fuck Jay-Z. <laughs> you, you, you bet on my dick. You no, love my style. No, no, no. No, 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 no. You're missing what I'm saying. The intro, the first, the first bar. You're missing what I'm saying. Takeover was on an album. Yeah. Ether was a record that, that Nas just put together and threw out in response to that record. He's wait, first of all, Jay said names on takeover. I, no, I said, Both said no, I'm saying, but this version is Meg has an album cut. This is a, an album cut. Nikki's response is just a response to that. She's, I don't think she's, she's not putting that on that project. I consider Meg a MC and a rapper and she would look super funny in the light the same way any other MC or rapper would if you put out his, someone directly replied back to you, then you went on a press run and your response to Charlemagne and Envy was, I didn't say any names. But why now, not? You look, she didn't say we any would names. call any real rapper pussy. Like, let's get gender out of this. But what, I'm saying, pussy. but what I'm saying is she did not say any names though. Hit dogs, whoever, don't throw a stone out your hand. Whoever, like, whoever, yeah, but whoever you decide to attach those bars to, that's on you because you can totally be wrong about that. Like a lot of things that Damaris was saying, this bar was about that person. She could be wrong in a lot of that. She could be wrong in a lot of that. I know. I think it's safe to assume that the Megan's Law bar is directed at Nikki. I think that's safe, uh, a very safe assumption. But at the end of the day, she didn't make. She didn't say anybody's name is what I'm saying. So to go on a press run and be sitting there grilled about Nikki, 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 I could see a world where she's absolutely like, okay, yeah, that's what you, okay. Well then if you think that's what I was talking about, I didn't say anybody's name. And we don't have to, we don't have to drag this. I'm saying if she does a press run and her response to the Nikki stuff, if she does not reply to the diss is, I didn't say any names. She is going to look nuts and that's not going to be a good press run. She's going to look I, I don't insane. think so. It'll, I think I think female female rappers have. If she does that, I think Nikki puts they, out four disses in a row. If she gets on any publications, like I didn't say any names. If they, I'm Nikki, I'm putting all four out. I know Meg's gonna come out and say "Hit Dogs Holla" and brush it off, and I don't blame her for that. I don't blame her for that because I think her shit is. I put. I said. I, I said what the fuck I was gonna say. Like she said in the diss, I don't really know what the problem is, but like. Go ahead. Jealous, jealousy from the opposition. Like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck your problem is, but go ahead. And, and, and the same way, the opposite way, I don't, Nikki didn't say her name in her diss either, did she? She just like, Ma. Did she? Ma, I mean, come on. No, no. she said. I'm, I'm, just, I'm asking, what you mean, come on? Didn't I didn't say she name. wasn't talking yeah, about it. I'm saying she didn't say her did, government name, but like. Did no. Drake say Meek's name in back yeah. to back? <laughs> did he say Pusha's name in Duffy Freestyle? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Well, she but wasn't, I'm just really asking. Push it, w I'm asking because Kanye. this is going on her album, so she's ready to go on the press. She's ready to do yeah album shit. media to support this this album. So I'm saying if she goes up there and says, "Oh, I didn't say nobody's name," she's going to be absolutely right in saying that she didn't say anybody's name. She never mentioned Nicki at all. She didn't mention Drake or whoever else people are saying bars are attached to. And she didn't mention nobody's name, even though that's true. My point in response to that is she will look. Insane. Nah, I don't think she we will. should hold. I think, all women, I think female MCs way. get a pass in that. Now, men, I don't think they get a pass in that. Women, I think they have the luxury of saying, I didn't say no names. I think Why? women, female MCs have that luxury. Why? It's just a difference. What's the difference? 
Females have the luxury of saying, I didn't say nobody's name. Whoever y'all think I'm talking about, I, cool. I believe. Because no, you can't say a woman is pussy. You can't say that. Like, I'll quote Jay-Z again. I'm not talking to anybody yeah, in particular. Yeah, but you look stupid. He was definitely talking about mad people. <laughs> he, oh, Jay-Z stays. He said, I'm not talking to anybody like, in particular. He was talking to everybody. Mm-hmm. We knew every single person he was talking about. <laughs> but that was a bar. I mean, not, you know, whatever. But he said names, though, on other records. Just not yeah. that particular well, record. He came out and said names after that. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, Nikki, Meg has that luxury. I think if she wants to go in press, I'm not talking to whoever y'all think I'm talking to. I'm not making this press run about anybody else other than Megan Thee Stallion and my album that's out now, whatever, whatever. I could totally see her doing it. And if, and we're going to move on right after this, I promise. And if whoever she sits with lets her get away with that, you are now going to see me siding with Nikki in that everyone is in on destroying her. If any interviewer lets Meg get that line off and moves on to, well, tell me about the producers on the project. I'm with Nikki. Zane Lowe. I am with, I am with Nikki Minaj on this entire thing. This industry is focused on getting me the fuck out of here because no one would let Nikki get that off. Or any other rapper, period. They yes, yes. Rock Nation is the boogie. Rock Nation is the boogeyman. If Meg can get that off in, in an interview, they they are the boogeyman. First of all, that doesn't correlate. And second of all, they yes, let her get that. They let her the get Nikki's that part. off. They let her get that. If you're not no, if you have somebody, first of all, we've had people on our show that in this certain shit. If a motherfucker say they're not talking about something, they're not talking about it. Either you gonna lose the interview because you're insistent on making them talk about something that their PR rep told you that they don't want to talk about or are you going to sit down and stick to the assigned questions on the sheet? But we're not the salacious podcast whereas Meg needs to go to platforms that are based off salacious shit. Why do you think that Meg needs to go to the the platforms that are based off salacious shit? I'm asking. Now I'm looking at you. No, I need a, why you don't she, think Meg the Stallion needs to go to platforms that are based off salacious shit? Why does she need to go? She just what, Gail King. what I'm what I'm saying. So is, she should just go do rap genius and us. No, what I'm saying because everyone else is salacious. Gail King. She did Gail King years. <laughs> what ago, I'm bro. saying what is and Gail King is Meg's what Meg from what I see from what Meg is trying to do with her career. And I wish Nikki Meg brought is up that trying Kelly to go to towards the pop community. That's what I've been seeing her career going to. She's trying to go towards not the pop community. Okay, I didn't she's say that she was. What I'm saying is she's trying to go towards the pop community. She just did a fucking song with Renee Rap. Uh, one of her other songs was with a pop star. She's been doing fucking songs with K-pop artists. Meg is. Trying to go towards the pop scene because the young white girls love Meg. Okay, that that can be true, but that's not where she is. So she she needs to go to cultural. Shit. Why would she go to the culture? She needs to go see the, Jason Lee when the cultural the cultural podcast um the cult not podcast. Y'all do the, know there's a world where she can do all of that, right? She can, of course. But what I'm saying is she doesn't have. He's saying that like she has to do that for her career. No, she hasn't because she's gonna be going to all the fucking publications that have been kicking her fucking back in through that whole entire trial. You think she don't got she, she don't feel a certain way about that? Oh, She's and she has every start, right not to go to publications, publications. That, that on her. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, yeah I, no, I'm way, of course. I, but I, I, I think I think she can go do Hollywood Unlocked. I think she can go do something with Zane Lowe. I think she can... Breakfast Club is based Breakfast off Club, I think she can do... Yeah. But to combat your point, Rory, even if it's those types of like salacious platforms, you still can have your publicist go in there and say, we're not talking about these three things. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I'm saying that's going to make her look crazy. I don't think so. Not if it's not brought up. Then it's then it's not even. I'm telling you, there's a difference. I think female artists they get that pass, and you're like, don't bring up certain shit, and they won't bring it up, and then it'll go out on YouTube, and people like, huh, they didn't talk about it. Yeah, why didn't? Yeah, but it's different if a fucking a a male MC comes in here and he's he made a record like that where we know who he's talking about, and I'm like, yo, so what about that bar? He's like, 
Yo, nah, like I wasn't talking to nobody. And it's like, no, but if, the, a, if a woman says she ain't talking, I'm, I'm not pushing the issue. I'm like, okay, then let me mind my fucking business then. And we're but, also not that pod that wants and goes after all salacious shit. Like, but then again, when in our world, when Benny and Gibbs were going at it, we consider Benny an associate. We went directly at Benny and disagree with him about a lot of shit that was going on with that entire thing and wanted to resolve it. But that's different because Breakfast that, Club that taking physical. a Meg interview and not asking about this makes everybody look nuts. No, 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 no. But it's different, though. It's different because Fred, Benny and Freddie, this situation turned physical. It turned no, physical. People I'm had saying, we hands didn't avoid put on the, them. We didn't avoid so, the question. No, so at that point, at that point, clearly, they have a, you understand what I'm saying? This whole Nikki and Meg shit, do we think there's something there? Obviously, but it's not physical. Uh, Meg didn't say nobody's name in this record. So there's things that she can hide behind, like, whoever y'all think I'm talking about, that's on y'all. She can definitely stand on that. She can hide behind that. Yeah. Now, whether or not you think it's, it makes her look good or bad, that's subjective. But she can definitely get away with that, 100%. For sure. I guess, yeah. Are we going to more rap beef? Because I really want to get to UMG and TikTok. <laughs> we can get through this. this so so much thing. beef. We're pitting so many people against each other. And it's Black History Month. I know, right? What are we doing? Where, why we Martin had a dream, man. He had a dream. This is not Martin's dream. Where are your greats? Why they not beefing? What the fuck Jack Harlow doing? Yeah. The CIA killed JFK. What are you talking about? That was like 100 years ago. <laughs> yeah, y'all do for a new one. A white, a white being murdered? Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein? Nah. He was one of their goats. He's insane. Did you really break it down to a lot of people? Epstein was him. Yeah. To a lot of people that have money. An influence. He was the one. Yeah, he wasn't no Kennedy, though. Y'all are sick for bringing up Jack Harlow. Like, you want harm to happen. <laughs> oh, who's y'all? No. I didn't say Nobody wants harm Jack. to happen to anybody. Um, I did not expect Yasin Bey to get on Instagram and discuss this Drake thing. But what what is he doing more press for? Yasin? Yeah. This is press? Him sitting on IG Live? Compared yeah. to doing... No press or getting on Instagram for 20 years. Yeah, I would say so. After putting no, out an amazing I think that Black just, Star album no, he, he, two years ago, he, he sat, didn't do any press. No, he sat did, down. Quali's, he did Quali's podcast. He sat down on a podcast and he made a comment about one of the biggest recording yeah. artists in the world. And I think that he started receiving some backlash for it and starting to see his name be attached to some things. And he felt like what he said was like taken out of context, maybe. So he wanted to add more context to it. Um, and then letting people know he reached out to Drake uh, via DM, uh, via Dave Chappelle and other people that probably have access and, and communication with Drake to basically clear up and, and make sure that, you know, he didn't want to seem like he was disrespecting Drake's talent or Drake's craft. Um, and I understand that because sometimes you say things somewhere and it grows legs and you're like, whoa, that's not what I was kind of like what y'all was saying about Chris Brown. Right. Same shit, but this was a little more direct and personal. So I think that this Nothing is... Nothing like that. Most, most No, when you say things and it goes viral and it was taken out of context um, and now there's a... Now yeah, there's a, I know, I know most. You know what I'm saying? And now you have a... Now you think that the artist may have an issue with what you said and, and feels a way about what you said. So this is most like, like, nah, hold up. I want to clear this up. I don't want it to seem like I'm discrediting Drake and saying he's not talented and he's not dope. I just think that I... Well, what he said is he requires more to say somebody is hip hop. He need, requires you yeah, to- Yeah, he didn't walk it all the way back. Yeah, he didn't walk it He was just trying to give certain, more context to what he was saying. Like certain substance during certain times of the world, things that are going on. Uh, hip hop is a voice of the people. You should address certain things 
uh, culturally, certain things politically and things like that that are going on that are happening, which is what he was saying he would like to see Drake do more of. And this is uh, another one of those uh, <clears throat> pardon my face moments while I speak. I did disagree a bit with Yasin on that. Like, if Drake's not that guy, should he force certain type of substance or speak for a certain community? I would rather not. Because if you're not as, that guy and you're seen, not from that, don't speak on it. The, the yeah. same way, and I'm not comparing the two situations, I've come on here and said really dumb political points. Like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be the one to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes I should do more research before I spew shit. Mm -hmm. But sometimes that comes from a place of, I feel pressure if we have a platform, things should be talked about. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if I'm the guy all the time after I've even tried to be that guy. Yeah. So I respect I, that. I feel what, I feel what Jasine's saying, but if Drake is not that guy, he has a lot of substance in the shit he knows about. Mm -hmm. yeah. So keep you it there. You can't force him to want to talk about things that he probably is not well-informed on or, you know, things that he doesn't really feel passionate about and things like that. Like, I respect that. I respect if an artist is like, I don't touch that because it's kind of like um, when in the Jordan documentary, when they people were mad when Mike didn't support the local official that was running for some type of position. And they were like, damn, well, why you didn't support him or why are you not like backing him? And MJ said, yo, I don't, I don't get involved in that. And people yeah. were mad. But he's saying like, yo, I don't because I don't know much about that. I don't know what his policies are, what he's doing. I don't. So I'd rather just stay away from it. I'm not going to support it and, 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 you know, and give him my blessings and things like that. If I don't even I'm not into that. I don't. That's not what I do. I'm into this. This is what I do. So sometimes people. Yeah. Why, but that's because people of that caliber are expected because they're put in such a high position. Because the amount of influence that you can have. The amount of influence is. you can have. But, but what Jordan said was, I don't want to use my influence in that way because I don't really know about that. Yeah. I don't. So I'm not going to use my influence there. So I think that, you know, you just got to look at what people's passions are and what they're into and things like that. And it's like, OK, so you can't expect this artist to create art based around the things that you're passionate about because they have a bigger platform and you would love to see them talk about it. But if that person's not into that then they're totally in their right to not speak on that. And sometimes it's about the money because Jordan even said, and I believe in that doc as well, he's like, Republicans buy shoes too when people are like, why aren't you more vocal about exactly. politics? And he's like, some people just want to build wealth and to, to play both parties and to not be associated in one way or another. Because it's basically pick a side. It's pick a side. And, and when, Mike is saying, I'm not picking audience, a side. Yeah. When you split your audience, you lose money. And mm -hmm. if you're really trying to build an empire, in Drake's case, I think he's about his money. You shut up and just play the good guy. I want Republicans, Democrats, and whoever else to support my music if they like it, yeah. to buy my sneakers if they like it. So I'm not picking a side because I'm not into politics. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm, Everybody's you know, not into politics. We, we know that Drake studies the landscape constantly. He saw J. Cole put out a freestyle of saying, hey, I don't know everything. I'd love to learn more. And then all of the internet said, shut the fuck up, you misogynistic piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> it's like J. Cole. Yeah. I never, I'm never going to say a word then. Yeah, if that was if the internet <laughs> looks at fucking Cole crazy. I saw something uh, the other day on uh, Instagram. Um, they asked Snoop something about Trump. And he said, yo, Trump ain't never did nothing to me. And I was like, oh, they about to try to cancel Snoop now. Same they're not age. about to try to cancel him. He just sounds stupid. But they're not about to Yeah, because even in the same him. breath of what we're saying, you can also just flat out say, I I don't know. Um, speaking of canceling artists, though, TikTok 
just had all of the Universal music group artists canceled for possibly eternity. All right, that means nothing to me because I'm not on TikTok, but I do recognize that that is a big deal because most TikTok videos, if not all, have music in them. To me, this is, I like, music industry-wise, the biggest thing to happen since Spotify introduced streaming on a mass level. Yeah. It's I, pretty, this is it's, the craziest this, this affects, thing I've seen. This, this affects um, over 90% of TikTok, I think. For those that don't know, as of Wednesday, January 31st, UMG, Universal Music Group, all of their artists' catalog, songs, and for the foreseeable future, cannot participate in the biggest tech company known to man right now. And this hurts nobody but the artists. So TikTok proposed paying artists and songwriters a rate that is a fraction of the rate that they similarly, similarly, see, I can't even similarly. Close enough. Situated major social platforms, UMG said. TikTok accused UMG of putting their own greed above the interests of their artists and songwriters. UMG then replied to TikTok in the press that TikTok only accounts for 1% of its advertising revenue, which to me kind of like proved TikTok's point, but this is fucking nuts. Did you guys ever see the Spotify... Um, TV series, like just about the creation of Spotify. I think it was on Hulu. That was a while ago. Yeah, it was. You mentioned it before. I never got yeah. to it. So it's a really good series if you haven't seen it. Um, it's up there like with the Uber series. It's, it's just one of those, if you're into this type of shit, you need to go see it. So in the series, which is pretty accurate, that's a good representation if you want to get a back history of how tech companies and the music industry have combined. So Spotify had this great idea, created all these routers and all this shit that made it capable to stream all music from a computer. Mm -hmm. But they needed the music. So naturally, they went to the major labels, which all laughed in their fucking faces because they own all the back catalogs of every fucking artist ever. And it's like, why would we move to the beat of your drum and what you want and license this shit when we own what you need to even create this entire thing? Mm -hmm. It was a back and forth. Looked like Spotify was never going to exist. The result was... The three majors all have ownership within Spotify. Mm -hmm. That was the only conclusion that they could all come to, which to me is a fair one at the end of the day. Spotify is a tech company, but they revolutionized how the masses can get music with their phones and their computers. Right. But also, why the majors are so important, whether we like it or not, own all the music that we listen to. Mm -hmm. If I'm a major, I'm definitely telling Spotify, no, I'm just not licensing some shit to you for a fee. I need to be a part of your tech company. Mm -hmm which to me is completely fair. Spotify had no leverage because they were the first, I mean, there was other streaming sites, but this was one mm -hmm. that obviously changed everything. They had no leverage. TikTok, now being who they are and who they're backed by, has a little bit more leverage than the average tech company. So them going in to negotiate with, say, a Universal Warner or whatever, is not looking at it the same way as Spotify. But the majors, and as arrogant as they've always been and as late to the party as they've always been, still thinks the whole world needs to beat to their drum because they have the catalog. Right. And TikTok did not budge and said, fuck it. Cool. We won't need to use your catalog. And the majors have never been treated that way in their entire existence. Mm -hmm. Whether it be movies, because they went through this with, you know, Universal is not just UM, yeah. Universal Music Group. They mm -hmm. own movies. We've seen it. 
with Disney buying up every last other streaming site, they've never been treated this way or ever met their match before. I appreciate them not budging, but I think they're in a lose-lose situation. If they budge, now whatever the next tech company, of course TikTok is here to stay. No one's trying to argue that. But inevitably, like the world turns, because it's flat, there will always be a new tech company that's going to need music. And UMG has never feared that because they always had the leverage. If they cave to TikTok, yeah, now we're, now we're in a situation where our negotiations aren't the same as they were with Spotify, with Apple, with mm -hmm. everybody else. But if you don't cave and you stand on your business, as arrogant as the majors are, and TikTok continues to move the fuck on and your artists are affected, now you've lost all leverage that you've ever had. Because clearly you're not needed for these tech companies anymore when it comes to, to back catalog or future relationships with artists. How does this, how does this help? The only if, people that suffer in this entire thing are artists. But how does this help independent artists? Um, I think in a good way. I mean, if you take away, I mean, UMG, we don't even- That's everybody. To, we don't need to say Taylor Swift, Drake, et cetera. Like they, they have almost everybody. Mm -hmm. I think it helps independent artists. I think it takes some leverage away from the majors too with doing deals with other artists. If I'm looking to sign and I'm the hottest thing moving right now on YouTube or whatever, mm -hmm. and you take away my music being able to be promoted on TikTok, do you think I'd ever fucking sign with you? Right. You know, I'm also thinking from like a younger artist perspective where younger artists are being discovered is on TikTok. So say, yeah, I'm a young artist that, that has a following. I blow up on TikTok as most are doing now. And then I sign to Universal. Universal and their legal team before the ink's dry will own your back catalog. So immediately you're telling me is the day I sign with you, you're going to now have the rights to my back catalog and then rip it off a platform that I got my name from. Right. And then what? I'm pretty much starting from square zero because say I have a million on TikTok, but my Instagram has like 100,000. Mm -hmm. My following's over here. Right. So now we're isolating. We're depriving my audience that got me to this point. And now I have to what? Do this on, in the, on Instagram and Twitter or wherever now? So it's basically like creating another... I, I have to go to this label. You're just it. robbing artists of... It is the real losers of the artists. I mean, to the point yeah, they're already because now we're losing all promotion. Like no matter what, to some degree, and I'm not. A, I've been on record not being a fuck majors type of person. I think with certain artists, majors are actually great for you. I think it's awesome, and I think independents are great for other artists. Mm -hmm. But if you rob me not only of my masters and probably the fair share of profit outside of what you put up for me. It is what it is. That's the industry standard. It sucks, but that's cool. Now you're robbing me of my promotion. Mm. Now I can't even promote my record to get the pennies off the dollar that I'm getting. Now tell me, now you're legitimately a Bank of America. Yeah. You're not even a company mm -hmm. as, as far as promoting my music. Like you go to a major because they can help make you a star. And whether we like it or not, TikTok is a huge fucking part of that now. Julian, so you take that out. It's like... <laughs> There was a uh, Pharrell just did an interview where he was saying that um, if you could find it, he he was sitting down with a podcast, I believe, or he did an interview somewhere. And he was saying that um, he doesn't feel like artists have to sign to labels anymore. 
more than ever now. Like there's no need for an artist to uh to sign a major recording deal. And I think that was a premature statement based off the major's relationship with Spotify, i.e. being part owners and with TikTok and with platforms like Instagram. Mm -hmm. If you erase that, then at this point, find a drug dealer to, to finance your dreams. Like, yeah. what, do oh, we yeah. do? what are we you doing really at this point? Oh, it's happened before. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but uh, it's different when you're taking so many resources. And on top of that, we just watched Universal, Warner, all these reports that they're laying off half their staff. Right now, the music industry is laying off more people than any other industry at all. Mm -hmm. So now I don't have a staff. I don't have access to the biggest platform. Okay, you're going to give me a hundred grand to record an album that I don't own that you're going to give me pennies off the dollar. Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah. What I'm seeing, um, so I'm seeing some financial people who are talking about that. So basically, TikTok paid UMG 110 million. They're paying them around 110 million dollars per year. TikTok is comparable to Facebook Meta, um, with whom UMG had a multi-year deal with um, in 2022. Who they're paying, I think, three times as much. They're paying 200 to 300 million per year to license the content. So doubling, damn near tripling what TikTok is paying. Right. However. You're not going to, you can advertise on Meta and Facebook and Instagram and all of that. It's never going to get the type of coverage that it's going to get on TikTok. So I don't blame TikTok for not wanting to pay as much, but that is a big difference. I don't think, this is my personal opinion. I, I read all the articles and I have no inside information. I think UMG went in for an actual percentage of TikTok. Mm. The same way they have done with every other tech company how they've dealt with YouTube, how they dealt with everyone, and they were needed. TikTok is a platform that, of course, we know Taylor Swift records go crazy on there. We know there's dances with every artist. They don't live and die by a back catalog or future music. They just don't. People are going to generate videos because they love TikTok and like making TikToks. They'll dance to anything. That's actually kind of the beauty of TikTok, where they almost treat it like SoundCloud of a rabbit hole, where those sounds and that shit, like, even if you don't have a huge following, your shit can pop on mm -hmm. TikTok. So if you take that away where the kids are not focused on trying to dance to what the hottest song is right now or have a back catalog, yeah, some random fucking DJ could just make a beat and if it has the right dance, it's out of here. Mm -hmm. We've seen it a million times with TikTok. Yeah. I think Universal finally met their match because they had every right to deal with Vivo and YouTube that way. They had every single right to deal with Spotify, Apple Music in that capacity. Because when we use those things, we need back catalog and we need future catalog because those are strictly sort of music platforms. They're tech companies, but it's music. TikTok is, that's just a portion. Sure. They don't, they fought, Universal finally met their fucking match. And I think Universal, I don't think it's caving. I know you've been big brother forever, but adjust with the times. Adjust with the fucking time. That's what I was going to say. I think it's just time for uh, the big brother to just adjust to the new times and the things that are going on, the way people discover music, the way people share music, the way people fall in love with artists and things like that. It's a more organic way of doing it with TikTok. People post videos. Uh, people like the video. The video goes viral. People are like, damn, that song is dope. I like that song. What song is that? I've done it. I've seen the clips and things like that. And I'm like, yo, what song is that? 
So I, I mean, it's just a sign of the times changing. And I think Universal is still trying to stand their ground and say we're the most dominant mm-hmm. figure on the block. That may be true, but there are other ways that artists are spreading their music and growing their music now that I think you want to be a part of and help to grow it in that direction as well. I, like, But straight I, up too, before you go to Maris, do Universal not straight up say, not even cryptically, we do not give a single fuck about music. Their response was, TikTok is 1% of our fucking revenue. We don't care about that. So 1% of your revenue is coming from TikTok and music. Cool, I, I get that. So now you're going to take away the biggest promotional thing ever for your music division. You are saying, we do not give a single fuck about music. It means nothing to us. It means nothing at all. We're telling you it's 1% revenue over here. It's the biggest promotional shit. So fuck y'all. Well, that's saying, fu- that's saying fuck you music, to, not the music to, Yes, it's saying fuck you to music. It is. But you're speaking shareholder language because you're yeah. looking at it because they they. No, of course in, I am. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying yeah. it's not. It, obviously, I would imagine the the label, the people at the label are like, well, shit. Now what are we gonna do? Yeah. But yeah, if you're looking at it holistically, if you're looking at a, a pie chart and you see one percent, you're like, fuck it, we'll eat that. If I'm, if I'm Lucian, I'm looking like yo, y'all, y'all just said fuck me. For real, yeah. You said fuck me and everything that I've brought to this company. Yeah. And even though it is one percent, whatever. Back to perception as well. Like, you guys had to start the 360 deal because we know where you can leverage celebrity. Taylor Swift changed the economy. It was based off of music. Everyone's saying, fuck music now. Fuck our artists. Fuck their promotion. It's barely a penny to us. Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all. But I don't, I mean. That's like, I'm, that's to me admitting we are eventually and have been planning on dissolving this Entire thing. Okay. This is a I fun think, hobby. I over think here. you're going far. I think you're going really far with that. I think you're taking to what they when they said TikTok pays one percent. I think you're taking that. Level. I'm not saying that's I know it's one percent of their revenue, what they get paid out by TikTok. hundred yeah. million dollars is one percent, which makes so much sense. Get rid but of. if the future is going into tech companies and TikTok is the biggest one, that was the only one that was gonna make them budge and stood on their fucking business, and they decided to say fuck you to TikTok. To me, that's saying fuck you to the future of music because no matter what music is going to be with tech companies no matter what I think they're going to have to do these deals again and when they say no here it's just going to get worse the next time and they're saying fuck this music department but I think it's this is the thing with I think they're they're not saying fuck they didn't music. say fuck you to I title they're no I think they're standing on their business and this is why because out of everything that TikTok pays to the labels TikTok paid last year to the labels around 400 to 500 million dollars. TikTok made 18 billion dollars. Are you seeing what I'm saying? So to them it's like we want a bigger piece of the pie. I I take up about my my catalog is about 30% of the music that's being used on this app that is majority majority based on music. And you're going to tell me that you're only paying me 110 million dollars a year? That I have to you have to stand on your oh, ground on that. You have I, to. I agree with you. That's why I started with saying UMG is in a situation. There's no win for losing. Like either way, you you're losing all your leverage. You finally met your match. I think I think UMG is worth more than a hundred million dollars from TikTok. Are you crazy? Of course I believe that. They should definitely go. They should ask for somewhat of a stake, even if it's a point zero zero one percent. We bring a lot of shit here. But TikTok in China is looking at this shit like these kids making their own sounds and they're going viral. We don't need yeah. your shit. Yeah. 
But if I'm an artist, I think it it's, feels like a fuck you. Isn't me. TikTok banned in China? No. TikTok is banned somewhere in one of those countries over there. Uh, North Korea. Well, nothing's allowed there. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> sure. TikTok is banned somewhere. Well, it's a Chinese-owned company. It's definitely a Chinese-owned company. Uh, full bans on TikTok. Afghanistan, damn it. India, Iran, uh, Kazakhstan, Nepal, and Somalia. Damn, the pirates can't scroll on there. And just to give you guys crazy And just to give you guys, instead of giving you um, like percentages just for the listeners to make this a little bit easier. So there's a, UMG has a recording they have recording music and they have publishing rights music. So from today, the recording music, which is three million over around three million songs have disappeared. The publishing music is an additional four million songs. So like there is these are sick. I want to give you all numbers instead of just percentages. This is a lot of music, like a lot of music. So and TikTok won't suffer. TikTok doesn't need that shit. Yeah, so this is my question. But if, I, like if you're universal Rory, would if it's you one per, if it's 1% of your revenue. Yeah. I'm saying for future business and for the overall big picture, you should cave. Yes, 100%. You should cave. Yeah, but that it's easy to say when you're not Oh no, I'm Monday morning that, quarterback. I don't know. Yeah, no, like, no, but this is also going to hurt their bottom line. Like now I've never went the, public to, the, with to the, the initial conversation. It's like, what but why artists? do you think they didn't cave though? Because like you said, if you cave now, you're going to have to cave to, to a lot of To the point other you made. They're the big brother. They're like, fuck it. Fuck. We've never had to bend the knee before. Why would we start now? And but, I'm saying quietly, they could have just done it cuz to me this back and forth yeah. press shit is an ego thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. If you would have quietly caved and you're also now saying which I, you're snitching on yourself to me and listen i'm just a dumb guy in a yellow t-shirt one per, you don't have to laugh yummy one percent of your revenue comes from tiktok okay so for the betterment if i believe in umg and music and my artists and want people to continue to sign to my label and continue to care about music i have sir lucian grange over here i may cave and come to a compromise based off one percent of my revenue Yes. For the future of UMG, I will cave to some degree with TikTok. Now, if there's real politics because it's China and there's some other shit that is way deeper than we know about, then I should shut the fuck up. Because they made, they made all of the NBA shut up when they said the word China. So I don't really know. I mean, we, we do know this, though. In this type of business situation, if, an, if one side doesn't kind of adhere or cave like you said it's really just all ego based yeah I think they'll because come back this, knocking but yeah, they have to yeah they have this you have to well that's a negotiation are we gonna see who caves caves first well it's TikTok all, it's, doesn't need to cave it's gonna have to be UMG well hold on now well hold on <laughs> in a position they've never name, been in because Spotify name, had to cave <laughs> I'm going to name some UMG artists you don't even have to. You don't have to. But well, no. But I'm just just. We, we can name. We know. Listener. We know the just the, 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 the two. Just two. The, just name two of them. Taylor Swift and Bad Bunny. There you go. You don't even have to name the Drake, third. Ariana Grande. SZA, you don't have Delica. to. Delica. I mean, you have to go there. This is Billie what I'm Eilish, like, Harry Styles. Yeah, but like Bieber, we're saying Adele. names that to TikTok don't mean shit. Who gives a fuck? TikTok doesn't need these people. And I could see UMG being arrogant enough to say like Taylor Swift moves the economy without TikTok. I'm saying it ruins the future opportunity to have the next superstars. If you're eliminating the biggest promotional tool you're closing that we the have. door on the, on the next but generation. Drake is not going to suffer. Taylor's not going to suffer. Exactly. A lot of artists aren't going to suffer. You're closing and the I, door. And I also think UMG really focuses the most on them. But do you think this company is going to die with Taylor Swift and Drake? Like Universal's no. been around for how long? 
Yeah. Do you not see a future in this? That could be something too. Same way everyone's selling their catalogs. There's probably a lot going on that we're Monday morning quarterback. Like we don't know what the fuck is happening. Mm -hmm. We're going based off what we see here. But that, that could, Universal could think they had the, they made the best decision they ever could have because the music industry as we see it is over. So why the fuck would we cave there? I know you guys are saying that this doesn't affect TikTok. TikTok is unaffected by this, right? And I get where you're coming from with that because TikTok, I get where you're coming from with that. But what I will also say is, okay, for example, Drake. Drake art, Drake's album dropped. Every TikTok on the timeline, I'll speak for American adult TikTok, was Drake songs with dances and other stuff, whatever you do on TikTok with the Drake playing in the background. If Drake's album drops and you can't do TikToks to Drake's music, that will force people to go to reels. I, like I, people no, will make reels. People will still be addicted to TikTok the same way. If Drake, Taylor Swift, all the huge artists we're talking about came together and boycotted and was like, yo, fuck TikTok. All our fans delete that shit because we can't use our catalog on this, then I could see an effect happen. Yeah. These kids don't care if Lucian Grange is like, oh man, they don't even know who that is. And I'm telling you now, Drake, Taylor Swift, none of them are ever going to say a bad word about TikTok. The kids are just going to be like, well, well, I can't do a Drake song. I guess I'll move on to the next sound. On to here. the next one. Yeah. <laughs> like, but what, what I'm if, saying. If, if they all came in solidarity and Taylor Swift was at the Super Bowl in the fucking the booth and like had a, a, a sign like the way uh, Prince had slave over his mouth and was like, fuck TikTok because Taylor Swift and Prince are the same, mm -hmm. then maybe you could have some effect, a tiny effect on what's going on with TikTok. Taylor Swift and Drake are just as afraid of China as Joe Biden. So they're going to shut up. But what I'm, what I'm saying is you're saying, but okay, on to, the next, on to the next song, yes. on to the next sound. He they slid own house. so much of the market share. So what, who's the next? Are you seeing what I'm saying? Like Drake and Taylor don't own their catalogs? No, I'm talking about why would why would they go to bat for UMG? What happens with TikTok? What happens when TikTok decides to become a label? They should have been signing artists, but they, they don't need to. That's what yeah. Like that to them, that's ass backwards, like yeah. kids. No, I'm, I'm not like I'm, oh, I'm enjoy your little label. Like, they don't need they don't need to do it. But now what if TikTok says, you know what, in in, in response to this, like we're gonna create an artist division. Like we're gonna we're gonna become a label. We're going to find was, these kids that their TikToks are going crazy, sign them to deals, give them percentages. I think that, that approach made sense to what we argued in the past about what SoundCloud should have done. Yeah. Because that was a more so take, music take a, artist take a page out of that book. But and this is, TikTok is so self-sufficient that it doesn't, like, it. to Rory's point, it's peanuts to them. What is an artist making music to them? I don't have the answer to your question. I have a question to your question. Same reason why Apple Music never did it. Same reason why Spotify has never done it. What, what would be the point to them? The way I watched Apple Music do that exclusive deal with Chance and a few other rappers and then stop. Love my wife. And then Spotify never signing a single artist ever. Because like, imagine, I mean, well, we've been exclusively signed there, but imagine signing to Spotify and they're guaranteeing me the front page, everything a major does. Mm -hmm. I could sign directly to the, the tech company mm -hmm. that owns the hardware. Of course I will. But the tech company is looking like, why would I do this? Is you're an advertisement. Mm -hmm. You're an advertisement to, so someone can buy this to listen to your shit. Like yeah. we don't care about that. Like why would I? Why would I do a label? Sounds like somebody has a monopoly on the game. Well, Chinese. What if this is the only question? Because okay, so Universal they tried. They this doesn't look good to them. At least from our perspective. Maybe you're right. Maybe they have another play that they can uh, leverage. 
what if Warner, like what if all the majors, what if Universal goes shit, goes to the other majors and goes, hey, take, I don't know what your deals are, but if we can get all agree to take all of our artists down, <coughs> do you think then something like TikTok would have to bend or do something? TikTok said or an article I read suggested that all the other majors have already re-signed and came to a fair negotiation. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, Universal's fucked themselves. Yeah. But and and so also at, at the same time, like back to this ego and big brother shit. Warner, Sony, and Universal are all arguing about Disney <laughs> Disney Plus right now. Netflix, like shit that's way bigger than Drake albums. Like yeah. They're not going to come together for the art of music <laughs> at all. Like their fight is with owning streaming and monetizing their back catalogs and using that as leverage to continue to own the tech. And they all look at each other as competitors. Not, they're not coming together. They're competitors with ego. That shit would never happen. They don't even let artists, sometimes shit doesn't get cleared because you have a feature from a Sony artist in your own universal. Right, and they will legitimately block what would help you, mm -hmm. which internally helps them. Mm -hmm. They would block it because they don't fuck with Sony. It's gonna happen a bunch of times. That feature's not getting clear. We don't have a relationship with them. Fuck them. They're a competitor. Why would you work with somebody like that? Well, I don't know. I thought it helped all of us. Right. No, nah, we don't work that way. Bro, I watched. <laughs> I watched happened. what Disney did to the Hulk just because they couldn't get the rights to his solo movie, and the way that they destroyed an entire character. And his entire character arc made him so unlikable because they could not get the rights to his solo movie. You know, it's, it's the same reason Fox News fired Tucker Carlson. Nobody's bigger than the program. Like, I don't care that you're the number one TV guy. We have been around forever. You're just the hottest thing moving right now. We don't give a fuck. And in UMG world, I think that's how they've been viewing music at this point. Mm-hmm. How do we own everything that an artist does outside of music so we can leverage their celebrity where the real money is? So let's ask the real questions. Damaris, how scared are you now that you can't use some of your favorite artist music on TikTok? I don't use artists. I don't really use music on TikTok. I talk on TikTok a lot. Oh, that's what you do on TikTok. But that's the point. Yeah. Like, that's actually what gets pushed the most now is people talking on TikTok. I can't remember the last time I used a song on TikTok. And to be quite honest, TikTok's bet a better promotion for artists when they do the dances and those songs than it is for TikTok. It's more lucrative for the artist from a promotional standpoint. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like TikTok, it will just have somebody, yo, mouth this sound. Just talk real quick. Yeah, the That's what's lucrative for the them. The to have us talking to our phones, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna Like how, how much money do you think TikTok made off Meg's uh, sassy dance? Hold on, okay, now. Wait a minute. Compared to what TikTok makes. No, compa obviously compared to what TikTok I don't even makes. Think it, I don't even think it made it to but that's, management that's level. That's what made a... No, you're bugging. That's what made a lot of people join TikTok. That's what made a lot of kids join TikTok is when that dance went viral. So I'm not going to I'm not gonna take that from you. What's that was a, lot a really, really big moment. 100,000 people? Yeah. <laughs> but at the time... But this is at the... That's a, a lot time, to me. 100,000 people is a lot to me. It is when that happened. That happened... Uh, um, during the pandemic, TikTok was nowhere near as big as it is now when that happened. So for them, that was a moment. Per me personally, that's what I think. But now it has turned because that was back when TikTok was a dancing app. Remember when TikTok first came out, it was TikTok. Drake, is, Drake conformed to TikTok during the pandemic. TikTok did not conform to Drake. TikTok. He was in his, he was 
Tootsie sliding in his, his fucking living room. Y'all do know that TikTok was origin- originally the Musical.ly app, right? Do you guys remember Musical.ly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can't sit up there and say, yes, for TikTok has always been... No, no, no. TikTok was a music app. It started as a music app, right? Sure. Um, so where people can mouth, other, mouth over songs and things like that and different artists. It got the reputation for a dancing app because music dancing obviously goes together. It has grown over recent years into a whole different monster, but mm. that is still where where its roots were. So yes, back in those days, Facebook a dance started going, as a bashing woman <clears throat> website. Good old now, and, and now, on, now it now owns at. my thoughts. Like things change. <laughs> Those were the days. Bring them back <laughs> all my life. Uh-huh. I, like I feel you. I feel you. But things change so drastic once you get to fucking San Francisco, and it becomes backed by billion dollar investors. Yes, of course. I'm oh, we see. We now. see. You I'm can build a community. We can then. own that community. Yeah, things yeah. change drastically. I'm like, talking oh, you have about the software. Five years Bet. ago, that's Bet. what I was We're gonna about. buy you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and oh, any, you own that. We'll buy you. Yes. And anyone that uses that, we own them now. <laughs> Yeah. Sick world we live in. Should it's we play some voicemails? <laughs> You've got mail. Oh shit, I forgot we have voicemails. Yeah, let's get some voicemails. Um, all right, uh, pivot into a, a sexual one. Man winning in court is crazy. How y'all doing, everybody? This uh Quan from Louisiana. Um, you know, much love to y'all. Uh but I had a question, and it's uh it's for everybody here, but Mostly for Rory because, you know, he, let's say we have a similar past, you know what I'm saying? Uh, which I ain't gonna trauma up or nothing like that, but which led to, uh, uh, issues, hypersexuality and things of that nature. And I just want to know, you know, how did you get past that? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, obviously I don't have a problem, uh, getting women, meeting women, you know what I'm saying? Talking to women or whatever. It's just that most of my relationships with women are sexual, you know what I'm saying? And very recently I met somebody, uh, a young woman who I wanted to be more with, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, more than just, you know, I wanted my old lady type shit. And I feel like my over-sexuality kind of messed, like, kind of fucked that up a little bit. So I kind of just want to know, like, besides, well, therapist, obviously, obviously, that's most likely, but how did you... How did you get over that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like when I told her physical touch was my love language, she kind of like that turned off crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate the help. You know what I'm saying? Love y'all. Love what y'all do. But listen for a minute. Can't f- physical touch can be a love language, right? It is a love language. Yeah. If I'm, but he's trying to say since you're such a horny <laughs> devil. No, he's no, a horny he, devil. He's saying he's been molested before, which means yeah. hypersexual and he has trouble having real relationships because he's focused just on physical. Because he has a hypersexual brain, because he was introduced to sex way before he should have been introduced to sex. Mm. And when you have a mind that is mush and is developing, and someone introduces something that should come way later in your life, it takes over most of your brain, mm. which can fuck up all relationships. I understand what he's trying to say. I don't want to give the cliche answer because he already brought up, like, I understand therapy. I will say for me, what worked was talking about it in therapy and understanding the root of it and making yourself more aware of it and seeing the behavior you have and where it's caused makes you more conscious of it, which allows you to change it a bit. You become more patient with stuff. You don't view things the same way once you understand the root of it. But I mean, he's, he's made <clears throat> somewhat progress already of understanding his hypersexuality based off what happened to him 
when he was young. It takes the work on changing that. Because once you realize it, that doesn't make anything you do okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm still on that side. I understand if you've been abused before. It is, unfortunately, your job as an adult to make sure you don't, not to say he's going to abuse anyone, but right. that you do the work to change yourself. And that takes some time and you should get some grace through that. But you have to do the work if you don't want it to affect the rest of your life. Because once, right. you're, once you're 40 years old mm -hmm. and you've been through sexual abuse, nobody is going to look at that as an excuse if you are lashing out or treating people poorly. Like, we'll get where it comes from. But you're an adult now. Yeah, it's it, not an it's, excuse. It's, it's time to change. And that sucks because it's like, damn, like, you have that feeling of like, oh, well, no one protected me or cared about me at that time. Mm -hmm. Now it's my job to fucking pick up the pieces and not be a shitty person. Right. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. And I know it's like the tough love version of it, but you will just continue to have awful relationships that will affect you in a terrible way at the end of the day. It's a selfish act as well. Mm. If you want to have a real connection with somebody, you have to do the work and realize where your actions are coming from and disconnect yourself from that experience the best you can so you can have a healthy relationship with people and understand it wasn't your fault, but you are now in control for the first time. Mm. That's the beauty of it when you look at it. You were never in control at that time. Now I'm in control and it was fucked up, but I can control now how I can work with people. Right. So that's my advice. Was that good? I think yeah. you got it. I think you got it right. And if that you're was great these are sensitive <clears throat> topics. So I don't know if yeah. I you, you did a very, a very good job. I agree with you. Um, the only thing I'll add is as far as her getting turned off by physical touch, you can have physical touch as your love language, but that doesn't always mean sex. So if you didn't make that clear to her, because a lot of times a, men, a lot of men's love language, they think is physical touch because they think sexual wise. Right. When a lot of them, they don't know that their love language is actually words of affirmation and a whole bunch of other shit. So they will mostly will say physical touch. So that's why it turns a lot of women off. But yours probably is physical touch because of what you've been through. But you need to learn how to channel that physical touch into other ways. Because when physical touch is your love language, it doesn't mean that you like sex. We all like sex. It means that you like handholding. You like hugs. You like cuddling. So that's physical touch is your love language. You being hypersexual is not physical touch being your love language because there's actually no love involved in that. But I do hope that you get the help you need. I was just giving you some insight into why she was probably turned off by that. I like cuddling too until it gets too hot. You look like you get hot when you sleep. Yeah, I run you do. hot. Mm -hmm. I sleep naked. I got to. I can't sleep with clothes on. I wake up, shirt soaking wet. Everything is wet. But mm. dream or just sweat? No, just hot. Uh. Just, you know. My most comfortable relationship, wait. as long as our feet, like our I told feet, you I was never touching. had a wet dream. I never understood that. That's fucking it. Having a soak shirt from a wet dream is crazy. <laughs> Where were you in your dream? You was in Dorney Park, <laughs> and that means you had no bottoms on in a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> or Miss B Nasty's Wrangler. Ooh, Miss B Nasty. Shout out to Miss um, B Nasty. I want to shout her out every episode. But also, uh, I think it was brave that you called into a podcast to have that conversation. Especially this one. Yeah, those those are tough <laughs> things to have conversations about. But Well, I mean, you know, he feels like he shares that with you. Yeah, and it, it's just something that you're able to get over. Yeah. How often, Rory, do you feel uh, You guys bring it up every day, so yeah. Not us, obviously. Well, we're doing it as a PSA, so people like this gentleman can call in and share and feel comfortable. But how often do you, like, feel DMs or, or you know, messages from people about that stuff? 
But they think um, Rory is like lying about it most of the time, or so joking about it. Which yeah, well, sucks. I don't think I'm joking, but they just make jokes because y'all make jokes. Well, I think sometimes that's that's like uh, what is that called? Is that, I would never words of defense mechanism, coping mechanism. Well, I would it's never not words of affirmation. Phone. No, making fun of him being touched. Yeah. I think that's a word of affirmation. <laughs> Yeah, Ma. Actually, can you demonstrate in an Irish household? Yeah, the love languages for me. Can you give me a demonstration, like an example of the love languages? I would love to see what you think showing love in. Well, if I show you physical touch, we might get canceled. I'm not gonna do that. Okay, we cannot do that. What about words of affirmation? You are beautiful. You are powerful. You are confident. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I support you. Mm. Things like that. Okay, what? There's nothing you can't do. That's not yes, but in love, like. Like what if there's stuff she can't in love? Shut up, bro. Oh yeah, you can't cook. I'm affirming that you cannot cook. You can't affirm that nobody, baby. <laughs> Those are words of but affirmation. But in love, it's more cook. like in love words or in relationships, words of affirmation are more like, "I love you. I appreciate you. you smell okay. You yeah. Um, thank you for making my life easier. Like well, I do all of that. I like when they give me head, I'm like, they, that is good. You're doing a great job. Keep doing it. No more of that spit. No, no that's a twofer because that's physical touch and, and words of affirmation. Exactly. And acts of service. If and paying, quality time. If you're paying for it, like, yeah. I'm knocked over them off the board. Right and you're receiving a gift. That's all five of them. Yo, come on, fam. I'm not a legend over here. There you go. Head is Look, the ultimate love Damaris language. Damaris asked for one. I gave all. <laughs> I think head is the ultimate love language. That is the so, ultimate. And so many words of affirmation in physical. Oh, time. my yeah. God. What? No, that, well, that's talking. And that's quality time. Yes. Quality time. Quality yeah. times. Acts of service. It's everything when you have sex. We, that's the best sex. gift you can but get. But we got to stop letting women think head is a gift. It, well. I'll take it. Did you have it before? <laughs> if you didn't have it before, it's a gift. I love that gift. That's a gift you can I was going to say, Roy, what gifts do you expect from, from women? I'm saying like, if it's my birthday, <laughs> don't give me head and that's the gift. Oh, you want more than just head? Give me head on Arbor Day. <clears throat> yeah. That should be... When is Arbor Day, Roy? When uh, the trees... Uh, no, when spout. is it though? What date? In spring. Yeah. April 26th. There you go. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Duh. Like, Duh. I didn't think I needed to say that because everyone knows. Because everyone gets special head on Arbor Day. Like... <laughs> <laughs> my seed sprouts every Arbor Day head is a gift and it, I want it every day keep giving me that gift please isn't love kind of like all five of these though outside of receiving gifts well that's why it's called love languages it's way there's ways but to show love, love or not even ways these? to show love they're how you receive love best your love language is how you receive love best for example you could go buy me you well now nah, I won't say me some girls you can buy them a Birkin right some girls you can buy them a Birkin but if you don't tell them that you love them they will not believe that you love them mm -hmm. well that's why I said receiving gifts was the one I was taking out the rest of these though I think should all be part of love no it's not. Yes. Yes. A, a good relationship encompasses all of the love languages, of course. But some people receive love you know, different, better. you know, differently. Like you will prefer acts of service over words of affirmation. Correct. People showing people doing things to make your life easier is how you would prefer to receive your love over somebody just saying, I love you. OK, but isn't love a compromise to some degree? Rory, you is it not a philosopher with a fucking tin hat on every. How you said is love what? Love is a compromise, right? No, <coughs> love is not a comp relationships are compromises. Love is not a compromise. Relationships okay, are compromises. See, see, now you're the philosopher. If somebody's not great at giving words of affirmation, and that's the best way I receive love, but I love this person, I'm not going to be mad at them for that. They're just not good at words of affirmation. Yeah. No, but like that it, might not be the part. Okay, but that might not be the person for you. That's that's the 
the purpose in. That's the reason why people do these relationship tests because you're supposed to, a relationship is not just about I love you and you love me. That won't keep a relationship going. When it comes to relationships, our puzzle pieces have to fit and we have to understand each other and be able to gel well. So if I am a person who needs to hear I love you and you're not comfortable saying I love you, but you'll buy me every gift and touch me and spend quality time, None of that will matter to me if I never hear you say the words. So we are not a good fit. It's, you want it, someone to say I love you is that means my love language is words of affirmation. It's like one on one shit. Not saying every, I love you. You know, I'm not. I'm really saying, not trying to debate. I'm trying to understand. Okay, not just and I'm. Not, I don't want to just use I love you, but it's a good example. Not some people don't say. You know how I tell y'all I love y'all all the time. Like all the time I tell y'all I love you. But you say you love everybody, so we don't. <clears throat> It doesn't yeah. mean much. It doesn't okay, mean right. much. To yeah, you're okay. one of those. At the, at the end of the day, some people are not comfortable saying how they feel, period. And that's, let's not okay. just say I love you. They're more comfortable showing you how I feel. You mm. you In gotcha. dating, y'all don't date men. I date men. You'll hear the audience, well, I didn't, what do you mean I didn't tell you that I appreciate you? Or what do you mean I didn't tell you I love you? I did this for you. I did this for you. This proves my love to you. And it's like, okay, but that's not my love language. Mm. I need to hear you say these words. I need to hear you th say that you think I'm beautiful. I need to hear you say that you need me and that you appreciate me or else I won't feel it no matter how else you do it. That's why I just think that people should, you, if you want to be with somebody and you want that relationship to last and have that passion and that heat and that happiness throughout, I personally think you have to learn to show love in your partner's love language, period. Okay. Again, I wasn't trying to debate. Yeah, no, but that's, it. yeah, it's yeah. just, you know, it's, it is, as far as showing those, like, yes, a relationship is a compromise and you do, do need to learn how to love your partner the way that your partner best receives love mm. or else the relationship is not going to last that long. Um, yeah, I agree. We know. I mean, had on Arbor Day also. Yeah. No, man. April 26th. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, to answer your earlier question, Julian, people that DM me, I used to talk about depression on the old pod and people would DM me all the time and I would reply. It was making me more depressed and making me more anxious and like people would dump their problems and I'd, you know, I would reply because I yeah. felt some type of way and they were saying, yo, you've made me feel seen and like podcasting doesn't talk about this shit. It was before Charlemagne. Um, so I enjoyed it until like <clears throat> it became a, not a burden because that's a bad thing. I don't like doing that anymore because it's going to affect my life. Like I'll yeah. lose sleep thinking about a stranger that DM me that I replied to of how they're doing. Mm. It put me in a bad place so i'm cool with like voicemails and having this conversation because it's here but if i'm on the on my phone and like i see a notification and then i see that unread shit and i was having a conversation about depression or some other shit i don't want to be this stranger's call yeah like and then what if something happens and like yeah i just don't need that in my life we talk about that a lot like so, um, sometimes at these live shows you meet people and they say oh you know you saved my life i was you know contemplating suicide and this that that's that's heavy, man. That's heavy to just throw on somebody because it's like, whoa, like you were thinking about suicide, but I'm the person that was like the voice of reason in your head and you were looking forward to like listening to me every week. Like that's that's heavy. People don't understand how heavy that is, but that's like a really, really heavy thing to tell somebody because I know me, I'm not. Well, I am. But I you don't tell people to, to kill themselves every other day, so I don't know why they would ever yeah. want to listen to you to keep Do themselves I? on a ledge. You probably tell some people need tough love. You have a mental illness. I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. Probably more accurate. Well, yeah. they do. I that's just, true. Yeah. And most of I mean, I've watched people say that to Maul. And I think it's cool when 
not cool, but I think I appreciate it when people say it at live shows and meet and greets and everything. So what Julian's question was, though, I had to stop with the DM shit because then I started feeling responsible for. Yeah, you start wearing people's trauma. Like, yeah, and like that what the fuck? And now I'm like, yeah, unread messages and they're like about possible suicide. And then it's like, all right, what? I can't attach this to my life. I took a page out of Ike Turner's book one time when a guy told me he was going to okay. kill himself. I said, Please. if you die, I'll kill you. He was looking at me like, you know what <laughs> Nah, but this is their great black hope for real. That's, that's who they... That's who Ike they Turner? And they love me. They love me. Oh, oh, Maul. Yeah, they love you. Okay. They do. Black Thanks. History Month. Shout out to Black History Month. Yo, shout out to Rabbit Movers. Uh, shout out to my guy, Anthony, and his, uh, his partner, Mercedes. They helped me... Uh, Move my stuff yesterday. Love um, them. Yeah, Tell us about their place. Yeah, they was dope. Well, can't wait to not see it. It's a bunch yeah. of boxes right now, but you know. Can I've we go to the old spot that we, that we never went to now? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, go over there. <laughs> now that it's vacant. Yeah, yeah go over there. See you know they would have unpacked for you if you... Rabbit nah, Movers nah, nah. does that. They unpack. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't, I didn't need them to do all that. I just needed really? them to move, mm-hmm. the, move the boxes. But shout out yeah. to Rabbit Movers. Uh, awesome. If you ever need anything moved, please give Rabbit Movers. You can follow them on IG, Rabbit Movers. Website, rabbitmovers.com. Very efficient, very quick. I was I was I was surprised at how fast they got all those boxes out of there. Like they, I was sitting there like trying to look at like the method and like that shit was impressive. Like they moved that shit really really quick. Um, did you pack everything cool. up? I packed most of the stuff. Did like, they pack over? The, over the, yeah, how did it? They would have. They would have. They, they they helped pack some of the stuff, but Jesus, like you know, I, I because know I knew I was moving, so I've been taking like a couple of days out of the week, yeah. past two three months to just kind of sort. Sort of start packing shit up, but um, you better than me. They pack my whole closet and everything. <laughs> really? Yep. They yeah, they would have. They helped two of my friends move. I put yeah. them because by way of Damaris, I got they contacted me. I put them in touch with all my friends. They just helped them move. Great. Really, really uh, efficient, quick, um, really cool, good people. So anywhere, if you need uh, any anything moved, anybody needs to you know have their stuff packed and shipped or whatever. Rabbit Movers uh, on Instagram, rabbitmovers.com. Give them a call, um, and they'll definitely get the job done. Super dope. So, thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. New spot? Does it feel like a new chapter? Do you feel? Oh my god! You have, you like, have, like I'm gonna sage new headspace. Yes, I'm gonna sage. I'm gonna like clean out all of the evil spirits that were there before me. Even though it's a new spot, nobody ever lived there before. You gonna bring mad new evil spirits in that bitch? Valentine's Day coming, please. When sure. uh, you're gonna have evil spirits helping you unpack? <laughs> no. When was the official day? The move in. The first right? yesterday. Mm. You take a big? Did you like christen the toilet yet? I didn't have any wipes with me. No, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a good tonight one. though. So you just held it? No, I took a shit at the old spot. It still happened. You know, oh damn! Have, not you leaving them a, a gift? Yeah. So now I got you <laughs> know, gift. Yeah. Upper decker. I didn't. I didn't flush. It's still there. <laughs> uh, when's the housewarming? Yeah. Thank you. Housewarming. Men do that. Oh, Single men. God. Sure. Really? That's an excuse like, to have a kickback and get a blender. <laughs> Housewarmings right. do come with Nespresso. Mm-hmm. Like how many blenders do you, are you, somebody going to bring you? Like, I have seven of those already. Thank you. Yeah, people, do, they don't coordinate. You usually get a lot of the same shit. And then I'm not doing a registry for a housewarming. I was about to say, you're supposed to do a registry for a housewarming. Yeah, that sounds pretty. That's a lot. Well, I do. I'd I bring d- you a Scarface poster. Please no. <laughs> I hate when I walk into God's house and he has <laughs> Al Pacino on his wall. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's not a real character. Yeah. <laughs> I um the I gift, seen. the yeah. gift I always buy for like so I keep this rule period for like 
new married couples, so wedding gifts and housewarming gifts, I bring something that I'm going to use when I go to your house. So I always buy people like really nice crystal wine glasses or crystal champagne glasses, like things that I'm going to use. I don't know why. I've always done that. I mean, they need them still and they're still nice gifts, but... It was like the time I told you guys that my dad got my mom a Belgian waffle maker for Christmas and then he never spent another Christmas there again. <laughs> Fire. That's hard. Well, I fuck with your dad. <laughs> Yo. I, I always get people plants. Yeah, that's like a that big ass, like awkward, dumb ass plant you got sitting out in the fucking reception <laughs> area. Get that, that shit out of here. That, that shit my, look like something from here. That, that, that shit is so fucking big and obnoxious. Put that in the lobby. That should go in the lobby. Harry's fault. You helped me dig it out. Oh yeah, I wasn't gonna not. I was. He he needed. I think that belongs downstairs in the lobby. I think it would. The lobby not big enough. That big ass. That shit is huge. I hate it. I mean, it's the lobby's bigger than that space over there for sure. Yeah, we didn't really think it through. Yeah, that was just it's an obnoxious big ass plant for no reason. Well, that plant belongs like in the wild. Well, it was. Yeah, that's why you need to leave it there. Like, fuck you, bought that big ass. That plant belongs in the wild Central of Park. Soho Grand. Yeah, that, that's yeah. where that we, plant, that plant, we dug it out of. That plant belongs in Central Park. I have a perfect place for it in my house, though. I'll, I'll take it. In I your house? Where you like, live at? Grab, the fucking grab, white grab house? movers are going to take it. <laughs> I live at the White House? How big is your house? That's a big ass fucking plant. <laughs> if you want to take it in the meantime, yeah, it's, it's too much here. Yeah. Rabbitmovers.com. I like it. Do we Shout out to Rabbitmovers. Do we want to do another voicemail? Sure. We do could. we? Uh, um, let's see. Oh, this is actually fun. Uh, this is so we have the Iraq caller call in. Uh, the guy that was crazy. He has a name. What was his name, Rory? I don't know, but he. I don't think of him as the Iraq caller. I just think. Well, that's how we said we have two listeners out there. He's one of them, so people know who we're referring to. So he. The, the quick recap, his girl wasn't sure if she wanted to commit to doing the program in the States. It's too difficult. So he's like, what do I do? Do I stay with her and go somewhere else? Or do I leave her and come to the States? We have a caller, another guy from Iraq who did that. And he's here. Okay. Oh, currently okay. doing what this guy's doing. So he's calling to give him advice. Spoken to two of two already. Hey, Julian, my name is Taha. Um, Taha. I'm just leaving a voicemail or I don't know if it's just a message. Uh, I don't want to DM you or anything. So... Uh, regarding you, you played a voicemail on the pod about this Iraqi guy, uh, that's a resident, that's a doctor that wants to, so anywho, so I have some, um, tools. I have some information. I'm actually a resident as well. I go to UAMS, uh, and I'm Iraqi as well. I was just over there not too long ago. Um, so I just wanted to get in touch with that guy. I might have some resources to help him because, you know, that's just something I would like to do. So if you can get me in touch or contact information or something uh, with him, maybe his email or whatever, I really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I just I just want to see if I can help or anything like that in terms of his uh, medical residency here in the U.S. and his papers and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, just please, if you can just hit me back uh, through my email or something, uh, that would be great. Thanks. That's really nice. Oh, Todd, that was cool. I right? think uh, Julian misheard. I think he's from Lefrak City, not yeah. Iraq. I know that. He's from the same Iraq yeah. that Nori's from. Yeah, he sells sour on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> on the weekends, it's so well, funny. Well, yeah, I wanted to play that on air. So if the other guy hears it, he can um, also maybe leave a voicemail, leave a phone number, and we can make the connection. But I thought that was cool. Yeah, no, that that's, was that's, cool. that's like, beautiful. And something to help him get through his process. Because that shit has got to be brutal. Yeah. We thought moving. I mean, it's not more brutal than living over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't ever wink, yo. To, I'm are are rabbit movers international? They, 
They are. Rabbit Iraq? Yeah. Rabbit Iraq is crazy. Iraqi rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> they can help you move. <laughs> if you're stuck in the rubble, there's no trouble. Yo. <laughs> End episode. Please. Stop the fucking take. Yeah, yeah, we still haven't moved troops out of there. <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking of troops, uh, conspiracy, this is definitely where we should transition, but the Jordan troops. Oh, we can talk about that on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, America's back at Why it. Why y'all want to make Patreon the, the politics pot? Well, it's going to be politics and religion because we owe them the rest of that conversation, too. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I forgot about that question. No, it's happening. Yeah, We're doing it cool. all. You, you you got more context to your answer? I sent you guys a pod to listen to. I know no one listened to it. Oh, nope. Better shit to do. Well, I was moving. I had, a, I had an excuse not to listen. To That's it. actually tomorrow's actual birthday. Yeah. yeah, no, it was a Mars birthday. What did you guys do for her actual birthday? I called you. You ignored me. It's fine. Uh, we went to the aquarium. <laughs> And then we went to lunch and then we ate dinner and then I prayed for all the family to leave. Yes. You know, a birthday. A birthday. Mm. Everyone get the fuck out, please. <sighs> yeah. It's tough. I know. It's okay, man. Ready for next year? I mean, is everyone, inv is everyone invited? We're going to do it all again. I gave in to all the family for the first birthday. Yeah, next year you can skip. Y'all can send the cards. Like, yeah, next year you can skip. The first birthday is the one and then, like, maybe do it again around five. No, don't have her next birthday party until she's old enough to ask and say, I want a birthday party. Well, Save no, your I, money. No. Wait till she I actually like, want to make shit. the next birthday about Amara instead of the entire fucking family. Mm -hmm. it, was every, yeah. it was everyone else's shit yeah. that I had to deal mm -hmm. with. Like, mm -hmm. We're not even here to... You guys buy your $50 aquarium tickets. Like, me and Kia and Amara would have went to the aquarium without you. Mm -hmm. yeah. now, now everyone has to come? Yeah. Yeah, wait till nah, she's next five. year is about Amara. It's not about everybody else. Fuck, there was it wasn't even a cool aquarium. What, <laughs> Fifty what? fucking bucks. I didn't see one dolphin. Where was the aquarium? At uh, the um, <laughs> he mad as fuck. Rory thought he was gonna see dolphins for Did fifty dollars in New York City. <laughs> so, so, oh my god. First of all, at the Atlanta Aquarium that I've been to twice, they have a full dolphin show. Yeah, because that's Thank one of the you, best Yomi. aquariums in the world. <laughs> it's not an aquarium. In it's the a world, prison. Atlanta has the best. It's one. It's a prison. It is a prison. Definitely in the country. I agree it's a fucking prison, Three guys. It's a water prison. But I used to pay for the uh, Q100 to go to Rikers. Three, yeah. three to guys. Three to guys. Three. Um, <laughs> I three why would I want to three them? Three to dolphins. I want them to get out of prison. Fuck, man. They had like nothing there. Was that um American Dream? You know, the mall that's like oh, yeah, I know. I've been worth negative $800. No, it was actually an article I read. That whole mall is in the biggest debt. And the one in Jersey? Yeah. Yeah, the one next to MetLife? Yeah. Which is like, I mean, it was a nice aquarium, but I don't know. It's just, it wasn't Atlanta. Yeah. And I took Amara, to, aquarium. took Amara to the aquarium in Seattle. And you guys know I'm obsessed with otters. The entire thing was otters and like actual real fucking water life like mm. this was uh, i saw a seahorse none of those sharks were there I'm well go yeah so the georgia the atlanta aquariums on all of the top aquariums in the country it's one of the best so i wouldn't think new jersey is going to compete definitely not i mean i'm not here to defend new jersey but it's like one of the biggest ports in the united states they can't get a shark there but they can get one to atlanta they probably don't have the, the you just said that the mall is in yeah. debt. I don't think they can afford Sharky. They're in debt because they put... <laughs> that mall is incredible. I'm not here to shit on the mall. Yeah, I know. It's insane. 
Like it's actually insane, but there's like four people there. Like no one goes to it. They put so much money into it and there's like real roller coasters in that shit. They're real water park, ski resort, all inside. They couldn't get a fucking beluga whale there. No. They got a ski lift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An <laughs> actual roller coaster inside. I think I'm gonna go to the Bronx Zoo soon. I haven't been there in so I've never days. been. Can you take me? Yeah, we can do that actually. Let's do that. Okay. I haven't been there since I lost my virginity in 2004. Yeah. You should go back to the same spot you were. I know I didn't fuck an animal. Oh. But like like your see, actual virginity or like your molestation virginity? See, there's two different virginities. If you, <laughs> you got molested in the Bronx Zoo. <laughs> if you were to get molested, though, it, sounds, it might happen at the zoo. That sounds like a movie. <laughs> That's like a Curious George book. <laughs> You're sick. You're si- you're actually you know molested wow. at the Bronx that Zoo. Dark. That was dark, Julian. <laughs> Did you just call him sick and dark after what you just asked me to my face? Well, right. Because I really want to know. You said, I'm, you're Did right. you lose your molestation I probably could have asked off Mike. I'm sorry. You dressed like Curious George too today. So that's that <laughs> the man in the yellow hat. <laughs> this is Amara. We made t-shirts for her birthday. Oh, see, now that's cool. See, that's a cool shirt see, I'm, now. I'm a counselor. You should have said that. You should I'm yeah. a counselor. You're not a counselor. <laughs> you're a I'm victim. A Yo, okay. <laughs> 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 Not at Camp Amara. <laughs> Not at Camp Amara. I just wanted to see otters. <laughs> Yo, that is fucking wild, bro. Holy no, shit. No, Damaris. When I lost my actual virginity, we went on a field trip to the Bronx Zoo. And then afterwards. Mm. Wait, it was literally that same day? No. Yeah. No, I didn't. No, that wasn't. Mal- he wasn't molested the Bronx Zoo day. <laughs> what is it's going okay, bro. I'm no, I thought he's Who was the guy that called in? Help. Is it, help that's help not Rory. how you lost your virginity. <laughs> hey, Taha, help Rory. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to hit you back and you help him. <laughs> no. The first time I had consensual sex. <laughs> was the day you left the Bronx Zoo. We went on a field trip. Oh, and okay. then afterwards. Got you. Great day. No, that's better. I'm sorry, story. Rory. I love you, and I'm sorry that you went through that. No, you're not. No, that was the good. Stuff. What the fuck? Yes, I am. All right, well, let's finish. Off. I lost my virginity to a Lloyd Banks mixtape, so <laughs> wasn't that romantic? That is fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, oh, now I that, wait, no, that now that makes sense. Now I understand. The actual fact. Now I understand your affinity for Lloyd Banks. I had an affinity before that. No, 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 no. Well, obviously, you lost your virginity to his music, so. Yeah, but I was I played the mixtape. You that put that you on. You say, yeah, let me set the mood. Which no, mixtape? You're trying to. Uh, I don't. It was <laughs> which money in the bank? Big withdrawal. <laughs> I don't think it was money in the bank. No, yeah, once been uh, more money in the bank part three. That is a sick cashing ass. in. You definitely cashed in that day. Good job, Roy. Wow. Did you ever tell Lloyd Banks that? No. You should tell Lloyd Banks this. I would actually. We should record Rory telling Lloyd Banks he lost his virginity to his mixtape. We should. Oh my god, that'd be a perfect TikTok. Rory, you saw this Dear cover. Dear Mr. Banks, you said this will put her in the mood. No, I, you're talking about a classic mixtape series, by the way. Yeah, it's a great series, but not the fuck to. Yeah, like <laughs> that's what. Yeah, that, I think that's the part you're missing. We're not, not saying the music is bad, but I just didn't wouldn't put that on. Mom, did you lose your virginity to the Beatles? It was a commercial plan. I don't know. It might have been no, actually, it might have been fucking. Uh, the Price is Right might have been on TV or something. Yo, I'm screaming. Because we was watching TV. We was watching TV and Price. I think Price is Right or something was we're early. Sex, there's no music. Yeah, it was the TV was on. 
Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. That's that's the song you nutted to? Well, it's only two minutes long, so I was trying to think it was probably that one. It's probably the intro. <laughs> <laughs> it was the intro. <laughs> I nutted before he started rapping. <laughs> You nutted before the beat, the, the drums came in. Yes. <laughs> Gunshots. You, you nutted on the digging the ditch intro. <laughs> and then, yo. And then I don't think I got pussy until the big withdrawal came up. So yeah. <laughs> I really based like my first sexual partners off what Lloyd Banks mixtape was happening. Yo, that is fucking oh, shit, crazy. That's amazing. That is it's not wild. that crazy though if you were you my age the, at that time though. Bro, you are, was, that, that was what people Rory, were listening I'm to. I'm gonna go on the ledge and say you are the only person that has ever lost their virginity to Lloyd Banks playing. Uh, nah, I ain't gonna do I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that to him. I'm sure somebody else has lost their virginity. To karma? To Lloyd Banks beautiful. playing in the yeah. back. Smile? No. Mm. I don't think nobody Smile is beautiful. Lloyd Banks playing while they lost their virginity. That is so fucking crazy. I won't do it just uh for Rel and his editing purposes. But karma, you don't think I would play it, but I'm not playing. No, like it's, it's featuring Avant, I think. Yeah, right? But that's still it's still Lloyd Banks though. Like I just that's just weird. That's Piggy weird. Bank came on one time when I was having sex. Oh God, that explains a lot. That explains why you always like yo how much money he got. But Piggy also, Bank. I didn't set the mood with Lloyd Banks. It was what was playing. <laughs> no, you put it on and then had sex. I was ex inexperienced. I was dating, not dating. I'm sorry. I was fucking a girl that was dating a senior. And she was my age. She was my friend. Mm -hmm. And she was way more experienced than I was. I didn't know I was ready to have sex. She was a little whore. I mean. She yeah. was a young girl discovering herself. Yeah. Oh, love those. I appreciated that she was a freshman fucking a senior. She helped, she walked me through it. Oh, shout out to her. Wherever she is in the world. I have not the slightest fucking clue. Well, we'll finish this on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com. Uh, subscribe. Tickets available for DC, Howard Theater, March 23rd, newroryandmall.com. Uh, merch is available. Well, some of the merch is still available. It's Not there. much of it. Some of it is still there. Subscribe to the Patreon. Subscribe to the YouTube. Hit the like button or you hating. We'll talk to y'all soon. Let's head over to patreon.com now. No, Rory and Mom.